Hey, hey, what's going on? It's uh, Steve Van Dies here. We're here on the Thought Exchange. I'm here with my co-host, uh, Cameron hey. Barkey. Hey, Cameron Barkey here. What's up? And we got uh, Bobby T in the house. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Now, you go by Robert or Bobby now? Either or. Bobby, Robert, either or. Either or? So we can go by Bobby. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Bobby T. So what Bobby have you been T. up to lately? We talked to you like you've been um, quite a bit of stuff. Lots, lots of stuff. Um, you know, like before, I have like my own company, Version Me Media, where we do a whole bunch of like content creation and video production. Um, on sort of like the fun and entertainment side of things, still doing events. I've been doing these like Moet pop-up champagne parties, and okay. so we have an event that's been coming up this year too as well. And then actually just recently for like the local community, um, just became the public relations officer for a local non-for-profit called JANA, which is the Jamaica Association of Northern Alberta. Okay. So got my hands a little bit of everything. That's nice. Yes, Bobby, T yes. Bobby T, I got one question for you. Yes. Is it Moet or Moet? Moet. It's Moet? Yeah. Hard T. Hard T. Okay, cool. I don't know why it says Moet. I don't maybe, know. Some, maybe you said it with like a French accent? I don't know. Some people say Moet. No, it's Moet. But I hear Moet. I know from the reps, they say Moet. I've never heard him say Moet. Okay. So I, I hear Moet a them. lot. Anyways, I just <laughs> wanted to clear that up. <laughs> <laughs> move a chair in a little bit, man. You're okay. just pushing it back. There you go. Now you're in the shot. Yeah. <laughs> So what's so what else is up? What else is new? So yeah, so just been doing that. Um, as of late, I've been really trying to get like kind of serious when it comes to sort of like content creation. Um, so of, like podcasting has been caught my eye amongst like fun things and different things that's going on. And in addition to that too, I also have like my vlog, which ups and downs. You know, it's one of the hardest things is to be consistent and trying to turn things around yeah. while still working and navigating. And I know you guys know that challenge too as well. It's a lot of work. It's, well, a, lot, <laughs> it's a lot of work. Yeah. So yeah, just, just been like kind of working that system. And then um, now it's been about seven months. I recently got married. So you got, you got married? married? Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy, man. Like, How did it go? Yeah. Oh, it was like where did you guys go? She said yes. That's good. <laughs> yeah. That, These that are good start. things. Yeah. yeah. So I got married. Um, my wife's name is Jessica Holtby. Um, she's also an awesome, Holtby. talented individual. Yes. She have a brother? Yeah. She has two brothers. Mitch. Yeah. Mitch. Yeah. Holtby. Right. Yeah, Mitch Maddox. Yo, Mitch Maddox. <laughs> so that's my brother-in-law. Yeah. Right. Mitch Maddox, your brother-in-law. <laughs> that's my brother-in-law. That's freaking. Do you know Mitch Maddox? Oh. Dude, I'm getting hella stoked. That guy's a super talented musician. Oh, insane. So Mitch, if you're listening to this, you're dope, man. Like, straight up. Dude, Mitch is sick. Oh, he's insane. So he's out in Montreal. Um, but, like, he goes by Mitch Maddock. He was at one point here, the Poet Laureate. Um, and he's done so much in the city. Like, he's Dude, done Mitch so Maddock's much music. Sick, he's yeah. done so much, like, cool things. Um, but, yeah. Mitch Maddock's my brother. So, yeah, got married. Um, have a beautiful wife. She's amazing. Super talented. She's a teacher or a professor at the U of A. Okay. And she's now actually carrying her own little brand where she herself's a singer, so she's doing kids' music, and her brand is Singing with Cece. Nice. Singing so with she, Cece. Yeah, so she's focusing on kind of engaging kids through music and then teaching them how to, you know, like, pronounce things um, through entertainment and also, you know, singing along. So before the show started, you guys were talking about, since you brought up the brands, you guys talked about building your own infrastructures. What were you guys talking about there? We were just talking about because Facebook and Instagram went down. My my teachings in like, <laughs> it, well, no, my teachings in marketing have always come from like you incorporated. Yeah. yeah. It just um, Stevie, can we move this actually? Because at three sixty, it's gonna be funky on it. Oh yeah. Uh, it's just because it's gonna it's gonna yeah. block out Bob, Bobby T. We're go. just we're just talking about um, like building your brand because uh, 
Well, Bobby's got Mark Mark Zuckerberg on speed dial. He calls him actually Marky. He's got Mark, Mark on. He's got Marky Mark. He's got Mark. He's got Marky Mark on speed dial. But uh, I was just telling him that Facebook, Instagram, all these massive platforms have enough. When you own the traffic, you pretty much essentially get 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 the revenue. Totally. Right. And, and like bottom line, what's what's interesting is like yes, let's be honest. Right now, you know, Instagram's hot. Everyone's on it. But like you know, three days ago when Instagram was down, what do these people have to offer anybody? You know, like where like where do you go if that's your only platform to do? So it's like super important to like build into other platforms, whether that's yes, the YouTube's, yes, your own website, and all those other like kind of areas, so that then if one goes down, you're not just stuck or you're just not yeah you know, shitting the bed, so to speak. Yeah, I'd say well, we're talking, we're making a joke about all the Instagram models actually looking for jobs. <laughs> yeah. Instagram, that shit drives yeah. me actually bananas. <laughs> Yeah, because like, like, I mean, like three days ago when everyone left, um, I mean, everyone went to Twitter because there's nothing else to talk or engage people. And the amount of memes that went on there were hilarious. On like, Twitter? On Twitter. Oh, it was gold. Just beaking them? Like everyone was just like going, like everyone was breaking down everyone, but like how it's like done, when it's off, like what to do. People are losing their minds. It was like, they used everything. It was just gold. Like, how does whole... Facebook go down? Like, like... So just like any other system, it happens, man. Bugs. I'm sure someone could hack it. We don't. We have no idea. Yeah, I'm wondering if someone hack it. That's the thing, man. Hours. Like something like that goes down, and like people just start, yeah, losing their. Like, what do I do now? With my life? <laughs> I was going mental because I was trying to syndicate this content from the podcast, and I wasn't able to upload any of our videos, and I was like, <laughs> I was getting mad, <laughs> cheesed off, just because that's a, a big traffic source for a lot of businesses and a lot of people, right? Oh, 100. Well, what's even crazier? Just imagine, like, so if you have some of those, like, let's be honest, million dollar brands that are on Instagram. We're channeling millions of dollars. I wonder how much money they lost that day, you know? In yeah. one day? In one day. They- yeah, those those guys that lose <laughs> a lot of fucking money in one day because that's the amount of traffic that they have. Let's say you got 10 million follow- followers. Yeah. And every day to use worth 20 grand or 50 grand or $100,000. What do you do? You yeah. lose all that touch points? Like, what do you do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's kind of that's wild that these guys built these platforms out. And then when you own the traffic, you own, the, you own, you own everything. Oh, 100%. But, like, you know, like, like, and as we, like, are talking about this, like, you know, the owners of, like, the gateways, like, that's just the next to impossible thing to, like, recreate, right? Because so many people, like, are always trying to create these other ecosystems or the next Facebook and, like, how many of those, like, you really think about, like, how many major platforms are there? Three? Four? Does Snapchat even count? That thing's going down. I'd, I'd count Snapchat though. Like who's there's like and people who stopped using Snapchat. They started using like they Instagram. use Instagram Stories because Instagram kind of amalgamated Instagram and Snapchat into one. True, but did you hear how? And I forgot what's her name again. That rapper who is Catch Me Catch Me If You Can. Catch me, catch me outside. Yeah, yeah, catch, catch me, me outside. outside. Bad baby. Yeah, bad baby. So she just. Recently... I don't even want to say that name on here. It's so <laughs> but no, what's super interesting? So she just recently launched her own original show on the Snapchat yeah. platform, and then like in their own metrics and the only way they want to measure it, they were saying that that show had more viewers than the Kardashians on their debut. How does she get paid though? By the amount of viewers. So let's be honest. Snapchat probably gave her a boatload of money because now there's tens of like tens of millions of people who are going to tune in every single time she posts that and then watch every single episode she does jeez who's watching that shit bunch oh, of idiots good oh, you <laughs> who watches reality tv oh, who's, this, yeah man a lot of people oh, watch that shit so man what you, like it's if for your brain it's like uh, what's that movie where everyone gets dumber uh, idiocracy. <laughs> idiocracy. Yeah, that's where we're living in idiocracy. Bobby it's, T. <laughs> it's where the world's moving, right? Like, let's think about it. If everyone is like, we are the last generation who 
you know, did not live and breathe off of just platforms. I know. So, like, I used what, to play with sticks in the forest, man. Like, <laughs> like after go, dark, like I used to play. We were talking about that before. Shit. Like nobody goes out and plays street hockey, like street anymore. hockey, or goes outside or does any of that other stuff yeah. anymore. Like, and why would you? Like, it's nice. <laughs> well, yeah. It's just crazy. Like, like, like something like a, a video game like Call of Duty is so buck wild. As far as like, when you think about it, you're killing someone else in a virtual world. <laughs> but like, you got like twelve year old kids that are like. Got him. <laughs> I was. I wouldn't be allowed to play that shit when I was twelve. Well, like that's dangerous. They're gonna get into that point where they're gonna start having avatars and they're just gonna have people like controlling the avatars as they send them off to war. What? Maybe. Yeah. And the thing is, is that like, it's gonna be really expensive to have war. Like humans are like as weird as it sounds. As humans are dispensable. But like when you put a lot of money into a machine, they'll be like, <laughs> I'm like, I don't want you killing my million dollar machine, right? Well, yeah, and uh, like an F-18 fighter jets runs in the $50 million range, don't they? Or some of those are a billion dollars. Like, yeah. like the crazy fighter jets are yeah. crazy. But anyways, what's our uh, Bobby T, in your professional opinion, because mm-hmm. you are a professional, what's the next platform? Because you're talking about there is no Facebook. Uh, how are you going to recreate a Facebook? You're not. How are you gonna recreate an Instagram? That's done. Twitter's kind of done. Like, what's the next progression? I, I, do you feel? I really think the only thing that's ever going to challenge anything else is going to be like in the space of like VR. Yeah. Like, so once when VR is at scale, like when it's actually people are on it. Yeah, but VR is gonna end up turning in. Like, I already know what's gonna happen with that. Like, Google's gonna take over VR because they're already they're ready. So right now, and the Facebook. way VR works and is Facebook, like those. Yeah. And, uh, you can look at a picture and then you can get the augmented reality. Totally. So Google already has all of the photo data totally. because they take pictures of all the streets. So when you wear the Google glasses, you'll now be able up. to walk and shit's going to pop up to you. People are going to be like, whoa, this is the coolest. So people are going to buy the, those, those Google glasses 100%. so they can get. It's the weirdest thing. You're going to buy Google glasses to get marketed to. <laughs> and then everybody's store is gonna have to basically a little pop up thing on it. Make a, a pay to get a little pop up thing that like have like a virtual uh, greeter that like so when you walk down 104th Street, you so, know this person goes hey hey and they wave over to go how you doing? And then you're gonna have to pay for an ad blocker <laughs> to block that bullshit up. Or take the glasses off. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? That is like that is like a hundred percent true. Because like AR is gonna be like pretty crazy. I don't know if you guys have dabbled into sort of what they're doing, but like soon, even too from the reverse side of that. Yeah. Like imagine like someone who owns like a sure like a restaurant, and when you walk into the restaurant, you point these glasses, and you can see like all the customers who's your like you know high like value worth customers from like your first time customers. Yeah. Like, that place is it's gonna be crazy. Wow. It's gonna happen too. Are you on the glasses, so you're gonna see how much this guy actually spends. Hundred percent. And one's last night in bed, and like when I walk up to you, I'll know your whole history and profile to then you know form like a relationship with or pick. Well, up they're on doing that, that right discussion. now in China, right? 100%. So uh, in uh, in China, they got the um, the social the social media score, yeah. and they can see that people's. So they're watching people 24-7 and they create a credit score. It's like that Black Mirror episode. I, I, that's sort of what, I'm wondering if someone really tuned in to Black Mirror. It's like, in China? And was like, yeah, I was like, do this shit? No, I, th- do this. I, think, I, think, <laughs> I think it was the other way I think around. it was the other way around. I think somebody saw it and then like... Uh, Took it from like black in the theory of the black. China, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone, someone like uh, someone was in China and said, "Yo, like, like, yo." (laughs) Well, that's completely fucked, though. But it's some, but a lot of that stuff is logical, like in terms of the sense, like, yeah, I can see them doing that. Like the whole thing with the military stuff, where they put a chip in your brain to make your you you perceive your enemy as as something like beastly. Okay, I don't and separated from yourself. It was so, a yeah. Black Mirror episode. So when you okay. see, so when you see them, they look like a vicious beast. Yeah. Because your brain is getting that that uh, that hallucinogenic uh, uh, kick into your brain to yeah. make you think that. 
So you'll kill them without any remorse or thing. You just feel like, but yet there's a there's a digital block that's going on. Totally, and and I see, and because of all those like you know prequels into things, because of like Black Mirrors and other movies, I'm just curious. I don't know if we're smart enough to know better. What do you mean? Like. For example, like I remember how it's still getting, it's still going up and down pop culture, like getting everyone getting microchips, quickly scan people. Yeah, and that's think, gonna happen. And you, and I would always thought that like people would be not dumb enough to like say like, no, let's not do this. But then I don't know when I see, I, do you guys have like that one TSA quick skip line? What's that thing called again? Nexus the, Pass. Nexus, Nexus Pass. pass. You can, Nexus they pass? do the no, I don't scan. do Nexus Pass for that <laughs> do you reason. Do Nexus Pass? No, I don't do it. I don't no, have it. And I, I don't, don't have it either. Check it. When I ever go to an airport, I don't even go through that little 360 scanner. I end up, I'm like. No, I, I ask I, them to, to do a patch. I do a body shit. search I and pat- then I end up in so, the fucking weird room. <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, we have one of these assholes now. And then they, they speak in their little thing like, we got a code 642. <laughs> right? Some asshole that thinks he's better than us. Like, he doesn't want to go through the scanner. I'm not. I'm not down for any of that i'm not down for the nexus pass no one should have my eye you're doing retina Dude, but my blood like but this is so these are the things that, you, that and i don't fucking understand how people do not see what's going on like on the bigger picture i'm like Check. why are you sending your stuff to ancestry.com <sighs> they're collecting everyone's dna and people don't understand that they're collecting your dna and they're and they're they're plotting it and they're they're creating all these data forms with all the, the dna 100%, they're selling that. They're, like, they're selling that. They're selling that. I would sell it if I owned it. Like, wouldn't you? Like, if you were in what? that position, like, you could sell that to government agencies. You could sell anyone. that anywhere. Anyone. And you can get bloodlines around everything. So, no, it's like totally, like, I don't know. I, I totally agree about sort of some of those things. And there's like, you know, like, there's like little secrets or little, like, hidden masks around everything. Like, the fees, and I don't know what the exact fees are around hidden, um, that hidden asked, um, ancestry, like, website. Yeah. But like, it's not that much money. So you could tell they're making their money off somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like nine ninety five to get ancestry.com. Yeah, send so us your like, send us your DNA and your blah blah. <laughs> That's just probably to cover the cost of shipping. You know what? So, People <laughs> should just start sending them DNAs of their dog. You know, <laughs> as, <laughs> as a troll, them massive, massive troll. Massive troll. Everyone I, just pay nine ninety five and send them like so they do all of the research work. Go, yo, man, this guy's a canine. I'm, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure they probably. I bet someone has probably done that. Yeah, but I like every, like like we should like. A lot of people do that. Like if like a like millions of people just send them like uh, send them like their dog canine stuff. Totally. Who owns Antrustee.com? Would... Good question. I don't know. Yeah, because who are you sending that info to? Because that cocksucker is selling it to good, somebody. Good question. That's a government thing for sure, man. Like that's like the, it's not even like a government thing. It's one of those branch out societies. Totally. Like they like where like it's it looks frozen. That's okay. No, yeah. no, no, it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> your, your laptop here. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like that's 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 a interesting. Like, I'm worried about like there's that whole vaccine thing that's going on too. But like, that's getting scary as well. Like, we were all vaccinated when we were kids. Totally. Like, we all had to go through that vaccination and be like thing. And I get it. Like, in a sense that you, it only works because you have to basically have the the whole collective to basically do it. Yep. So that way, it has no way to spread. So if it, if there's pockets and stuff, it doesn't work because yep. you got some people, and then it just turns into a super bug. Yeah, and it um, morphs and things like yeah. that. But to say it's a mandate and to basically like force, like when you're breaking the skin barrier, yeah, that can't be mandated. Like because the, then the next thing you're gonna do is that like one they can inject na- yeah, like nano nanotechnology totally will mandate to, microchip you. Microchip, <laughs> dude. Every baby is born. They don't even ask. They ma- like boom. Totally. They they set it up right away. Like even right now, like it's it's crazy how like every single one of us is, is has a barcode attached to us. We all have a barcode. 
hundred. Like, in what context? It's social insurance number. Oh fuck, that is true. <laughs> so once you scan that magical number, then suddenly I know exactly who, who you, you are, are and everything about and you. And it's so funny though because it's like we give the information volunteer. It's like the government's not actually looking for you. Yeah. They're not looking for you. They only look for you when, when you, you fucking submit something. <laughs> you submit something, and then they get a paper and they go, "Hey, wait a minute." I don't have this guy in my records book. So, what's, what's going on? So, and they start asking questions. If you never submitted anything to them and you, they never let them know that you even existed, they would never find you. Do you guys think you could do that in 2019? Oh, it's tough. Be like, totally off the grid? You could, yeah. We had a, we had a talk with uh, Atiano Chibe. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. You, do you know Atiano Chibe? Yeah, yeah you yes, do. Yes. Yeah, we had that talk. Do you know he's white? Yes. <laughs> we had a big we, we, we had we had a big we had a big conversation about that. Who's bringing that back? Dude, we I lost just, Cam- I just lost sent, Cameron. I just sent him a, a message. I was like, "My white brother, what's going on?" <laughs> Sorry, it's too much. You know he's white. He's too much. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I actually love it because it's true. Yeah. Like that's what that's what he has on paper, and it's like so badass that he does that. Like 100%. it's brilliant. You had to talk about it. No, it's like no, like so when he was first, you know, bringing this to like a lot of people's like minds in front of the line. Like it was a big, huge conversation. He had like a huge round table. There was like maybe twenty or thirty of us. What in a table? Oh, not in a table, but like we're all just meeting up. Are you serious? Like and in then one these, shot? Like he's trying to and then he had these, movement. And then he had these like two guests who were just breaking down. Sort of the cause. I remember that you guys did about. that. You guys did that at the Yellowhead Brewery, I think it was, or no, something like that. Uh, wasn't the Yellowhead Brewery? Or no, you guys. Um, it was in this at startup, in the startup building, wasn't it? Wasn't a startup. It was another community hub that's right okay. above. Uh, holy cow! Right above um, Blair Spot, the Red Star there. Okay, yeah, yeah. That there's little. A, you there's know, a subway up there, isn't there? No, 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 like that that's start, next door. No, that right next door is like that startup. There's a barbershop on the bottom floor. Oh yes, yes, yes. I know which one. Yeah, it was in that building that oh, you held the yeah. meet up. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah, it was interesting. He didn't invite me. Because <laughs> you're given. It was given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? It's I don't even think it's given as much. Like it, it's I think it's more generational than anything because it's it's a generational thing. Like like even in Canada, it has nothing to do with with the color uh, of your skin or, or it has to do with how long you've been here. Totally. So like people who have been here for only one generation yeah. are getting their asses kicked. Yeah. Like you, it's fucking, you're climbing this ladder and you're trying to climb up and build wealth for people who have been here for four or five generations. Yeah. Well, right? And those people have already accumulated four or five generations of wealth. 100%. Right? Like so like now all of a sudden you got those people who have all that wealth. Not many people have been here for four or five generations though. But you're, you're more so talking about being off the grid type stuff. Right, it doesn't matter what color you are—black, white, purple, orange, yeah, green. Yeah. If you go off the grid, they're gonna be cheesed off of you. Well, like, it doesn't I, matter what you I are. Just the, I just don't know if you can. You can. You can. You can disappear. I you think you can. Like, you need enough money to do it. I think. Yeah. Yeah, and that, well, that's the whole thing. Like, like you need resources, right? You can't just yeah. go off the grid. You well, have I have... think I think you have to do like um, like a ghost, like send, like keep yourself, separate yourself, like yeah. exactly how we did it. Separate yourself from your government self. Yeah. Send your government self over here. Yeah. Let it just fuck around, do nothing, <laughs> be really poor, and, and then just fuck off. Totally. And just go and like you're not even you're not even part of that. And if anything happens to this government thing, you come back and you act as a representative to so, to to, to, to that person. And and that's when that's when like you know Revenue Canada is just waiting. Is this is hope? Like I can only imagine the case that they get on their decks. Yeah. But man, I bet if Revenue Canada knew that you're building this out here. 
like, okay, well, how did you pay for all of this? Oh, where's our cut out of this? Yeah, well, that's going to be a that's fun, when, that's then, when shit gets wild. Oh, I can only, I can only, I can only imagine. It's like the mafia, man. Like, you, I was even watching, I was watching all this stuff, too, with the, <coughs> with the British monarchy, and I'm just like, they own everything. You have, you have the Vatican at the top, who yeah. has, like, all the money, and then you have the British monarchy, who has the rest of the money. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then basically they, I'm just like, how does this British market who have a little tiny little spot. Well, we still, we still pay money. That's to what the I'm saying. Like, you know, like we, we pay them. Yeah. Everyone, New we Zealand pay, pays them. Yeah, right? that's, that's, what was, that's what I was telling you the other day. That's why the, that's why the States became so powerful is because they had the revolution, 1776. Separate they did, themselves. they separated themselves. They're like, fuck you, red jackets. We're going to yeah, have but the, people the, they had the civil war. The, and this, and this is where it's like, like scary because the thing is just like, who runs? Yeah, true. Yeah. Free labor. The military, like yeah. we think it's a Canadian military, it's not a Canadian military, it's a no. British Army military. Like, they're like they use Canadian soldiers, <laughs> but they're it's a but the, the people it, that control you are running under the British monarchy, they're the ones that basically get 100%. controlled and paid from them. And then, like, you're working also with the British Army as well, so like. You can't even basically say, no, we're not doing anything. They say, okay, military, police, <laughs> army, everyone comes in and takes over, right? And says, you better start paying up those, uh, those dollar, dollar bills, yo. The queen needs some money to spend, you know? <laughs> it's not easy being the queen. It's not know? easy like, being the queen. You see that picture of the queen recently? She's got a gold piano behind her. No. Who the fuck needs a gold piano? But yeah, there's a picture of the queen <laughs> yeah, talking that's, about like, like that's how stop. she's taking care of our, her people is with a gold piano. It's kind of badass. Like, like a gold piano is yeah. pretty sick. Like was it like a solid gold? Solid piano? gold piano. Yeah, it was like it, it was ignorantly opulent. Was it like uh, <laughs> just like shining, just like just like glow, just like hitting her in the face, like so can't even really play on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much you can't because you can't. It's too heavy. Yeah, yeah, you can't even. Every move time it, you push it, he's like, "Don't touch it," because every time you push it, you put a dent into the keys. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's, it's not pure it's, gold. It's, it's, that's how soft it's, it is. It's, <laughs> the piano wasn't even in the shape of the piano. That's it. it was like they just molded it. They just molded it every day. Some, <laughs> some, some poor serf has to like mold the piano every day because. <laughs> we laugh about it, but there is a gold piano. Yeah, there is a gold piano. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the world. There is a gold it's on the it's on the freaking thing, man. <laughs> like, and she's talking about like it's tough economic it times, da 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 da. But they made memes of it, and it's just her talking. Like she put some post up. It wasn't even her representative. Her took the picture. Yeah. But there's a gold piano in the background. And you're Was like, that like on her gram? Like does the queen have Instagram? I haven't looked. I think she just got recently got right on, so on, like, someone what? says she just recently made a post on an Instagram oh, post. that's hilarious. She just recently got on Instagram, because I remember Jacqueline Bailey basically posted something yeah. about the queen and her, her, her Taking Instagram the selfie post. or something? Yeah. That would, be, like, that would be hilarious. That would be actually insane. I honestly think if you, and this is, like, this is the way you kind of have to fight the system, is that you almost need to create mini, mini communities and get away from globalism that shit's not gonna work though the problem with globalism is that you have someone in fucking like austria and like this g7 making decisions about you that don't even know who the fuck you are totally you know and don't even care about what it is and and like they're not making decisions for you they're making decisions on how to like get you to pay them so they can continue to live the lavish lifestyle that they have right yeah you don't need those people like because because have you seen have you guys seen like how like What's been going viral a little bit is like Kanye's little Sunday sessions or Sunday. Dude, those things sessions. are hilarious. Like those things, like, they're crazy. Um, but then, like that's on his like property or his land, so he has a place that's just like all just land. Yeah. That he just has, 
I'm really curious what he's built up on there, and I'm sure no one really knows. There's a lot of people that do that, just get land and just like get off the grid. Oh, totally. Or at least have that option to get off the grid. Yeah, do their own stuff. I went. I went. Uh, I've told. I've told Steve this before, but I went to a like a mentorship group with some uh, some guy who uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name names or anything like that. But the guy lives in like uh, whoever's listening to this uh, will know <laughs> who I'm talking about. But he lives in rural Texas in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. But he has. Um, he, he lives with a mountain. There's like a, there's a well of like fresh water. He's got like, I don't know how many tens of thousands of acres of land. Yeah. Completely off the grid. And uh, I was there for, I think, like five, five business days. Okay. And he's got, I don't know how many properties on the place. Yeah. He's got like uh, this swimming pool, which is so dope. There's like one, dude, there's like 12 different pools that all go into his, in, like they all <laughs> just kind of drain down into like this lake that he in, in, imported Brazilian And, the, and that doesn't even from. cost you that much. Like oh. really, once, you're, once you're off the grid, it doesn't oh, cost you much to do it. You just to, have to to maintain. You just have to get the guys in there to basically build it for you, and 100%. like you're just paying like labor and like, but cheap. The thing he had, the thing he has though, is he has like massive walls surrounding the whole thing, completely self-sustaining. But it's uh, it's guarded by uh, Navy SEALs, ex-Navy SEALs, like guys like like. Private. Okay, that costs money though. Yeah. <laughs> when you're pay, when you're paying private, when you have a private military, <laughs> like guys are running private military. That's like those yeah, guys. Those like, guys get paid big bucks, like bro. Like special oh, ops type guys to make yeah. sure that people don't bum rush them. But dudes who are on that level know that something's going down. Oh, like totally. like they're like yo. But the only thing you can't make on his place is sugar. That's it, because he doesn't have the facility. You don't need sugar. That stuff's poison anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, That's so interesting. Yeah, though. yeah. It's just the environment that has everything. But, like, yeah. like I, I, I sat down with homeboy, like, dudes like this, and they're just, like, they, they know what's good. They're like, yo, I'm off the grid. Like, I have nothing yeah. to do. I, I learned a lot in those. Yeah. Those well, being in the city, this is, like, everyone's like, oh, it's overpopulated. It's just because it, it, there's too many people to control. That's what it is. But, like, there's not, there's lots of space. It's just everyone's just crammed into cities and like and when you're living in cities you're actually like you're uh you're enslaved to the city it's only when you get out of the city that you can actually slow down and stop you know 100%. like and i and i like i relate to that like whenever i mean whenever you go on vacation somewhere and you get off like the the rat race so to speak yeah. that's when the world slows down the days slow down everything seems to go a lot slower while when you're working day to day it's everything's so much faster yeah yeah and things like that and like you know too and as, it's funny as much as people are saying like yes we're so packed or the cities are so jammed i mean those two major countries like india and china just represent like those are jammed countries and nations in comparison to canada what, there's so yeah, much they're jammed. <laughs> there's so much room <laughs> is that the gold piano is that the gold <laughs> and like the capture, the, the capture of the photo was some bullshit. Like, oh, it's tough times, and we all need to hold together. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, we're signing this piece of paper, you, you know. Kidding about and like, the gold. I was yeah. kidding about a gold <laughs> piano. Dude, I was watching the one video on Netflix. I was watching the one video on Netflix, and like they had like this, uh, like they do these ceremonies where they take their not, their photos, like family pictures, and like everyone kind of comes together and they do it every year in their yeah. annual photos. So it's like they have a schedule. They have a schedule of times where they're supposed to get together For the, and do this certain ro- things. The royal, the royal family. family. Yeah. And there was this one photo that they were taking these family photos and like they were watching. Uh, so you had like um, the royal family. For, it was for the queen's 90th birthday, yeah. and they basically were putting together home home video footage. Yeah. And the kids were talking about when, like they're running around like um, Prince Charles and William. They're running around and they're like, oh, I still remember that day. They're like, look at all that bling. Everyone had. Diamonds, man! Like you watch this stuff, and like there was like thirty girl women there, and it was all going bing, 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 bing. Like, the, like, like, like the they cat. were just covered in diamonds, and I'm just like, oh. I'm just like, 
this is one flash. family that's just basically just chilling and just like they just Laced run the military battle. and oh, they, dude, they're caking they're well, caking on another level of cake when you when you literally are taking attacks off of everything like everything I, I can imagine like every nation's people. Yeah, they don't. They don't even worry about the tax off us. They just tax Canada as a whole. Oh and they say, "Yo, God. Canada, you have to give us ten percent." What? <laughs> Canada, you have to give us ten percent. So that Canada has to send ten percent or whatever. Like they're sending. Yeah, like, what I'm, is the tax for Canada? Well, yeah, and I'm wondering how much do they actually make a year? I forgot. I remember, I remember when, the, when that whole marriage ceremony and everything that's happening. I think they broke down, but I forgot what that stat was. Ah, uh, I remember how much that. They make like just a year. That, that, yeah, I remember that ceremony and they broke that whole thing down. Yeah. When, uh, who got married? What's her, Prince William and who? Oh, what's and, the girl's uh, name? Mary, what is it? Uh, Kate, Kate Winslet? Kate, yeah, Winslet? not Winslet, no. Not Kate Winslet. Kate, there's Kate. Middleton. Yeah. Middleton, yeah. Middleton. Yeah, but yeah. like, because like they have some duties and they have to like do this stuff or, you know, they have to go to these charities. That's a tough life, man. I mean, but, you got to go to some charities and yeah. you got some duties and some guy wipes your ass. Like, oh. <laughs> well, did you watch the whole thing about Princess Diana? No. They were really worried about her because, like, she was the people's princess, right? Oh, okay. So, like, all of a sudden, like, you got this royal family that's kind of low-key. Nobody really knows who they are. Yeah. They, they're there. They, yeah, yeah, they're the royals, but nobody gives a shit about them. Then you have Princess Diana where everyone's just, like, they loved her. So, yeah. she, everywhere she went, they had cameras and paparazzi, and they were, like, constantly bombarding her all the time. Yeah. Because, like, they would put her on the tabloids every day. Yeah. And they would sell. So, she was, like, the first first person to like start like that tabloid paparazzi tabloid type of oh, uh, type of stuff totally where they just constantly chasing her all the time yeah and uh and so then she eventually just got like like fed up with all of that stuff and yeah. then uh, started doing like humanitarian missions and like bringing the cameras to like different parts third of world, world countries and actually that's super and smart and it was super smart because she's bringing more attention to yeah, what's going she's on she's bringing way more attention to what's going on but then she was also ruffling a whole shitload of feathers that were just yeah. like that people just didn't like right because she because like uh, cause the, some of the middle military like because she was she was the people's yeah. princess right yeah but then all of a sudden the power the guys who were like controlling all of the military and the mines all of a sudden now you have this big huge tsunami wave totally. coming at them and now they're basically like, like a bright light just so bright light <laughs> shining like they don't like people who are in power don't want they oh, totally. don't want the light on them they don't like they want to keep they want to keep things quiet or, or like, at least Control. Yeah, people in power, you know what they do? They they hire politicians to do their work for them. And every four years, they just replace them. And then they replace them. But the ones that are actually paying for them to be there totally. are the ones that are truly in power, right? And like we think it's a democracy and this and that. I'm like, it's not, man. As soon as you have this this column-based system where all, the, all of the power is coming from the top... Yeah. You got a problem. That's why it's got to be state-based or like uh, community-based. And like... totally. And I and I think a lot of people like I, obviously, I'm sure there's not a single successful person who like truly believes like you know government is like 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 government's going to stop them from doing what they're doing or like help them to do what they're doing. You know, yeah. it's, it's on you as an individual to like get the ball rolling and yeah. accomplish whatever you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, and build a community. Like 100%. I I think like a. Like this, okay, Steve, this, you're on that community shit, eh? That's what it's all about, bro. <laughs> I like. Think I don't about, know about that. Yeah. If you, if 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 you, it if, seems a little hold hands and. No, I'm like it's you're the like same a thing. Hold hands, shit. Man. It's a, it it, think of it. Think world. of it like this: is like a corporation is a form of a community. 
Yeah, 100%. It's a, yeah, it's but a type you, but of you don't like you don't like Walmart. You're getting mad at Walmart all the time. That's a community. What, what are these guys? Where'd you get it's that from? Like, it's just like this. Like, you don't my, like... My okay. first my first business was a clothing store. And like me and my business partners, when we opened it, we weren't part... Like we opened on 124th Street, and we were never part of a community. Room 322? Room 322. Yo, that's a sick <laughs> spot. Yo, did we you were, know how you did that? No. We, yeah, yeah, room 322. Uh, yeah. The r- foot, the logo was a foot. Yeah. Yo, now it's... Uh, what's it called? Uh, Art, it's now Artisans. Articade. It's Articade, like a, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a vegan restaurant yeah, or something. Yeah, get out of here, man. Like, your <laughs> shit was way doper, man. Anyways, <laughs> but, like, yeah. but like, part of the reason why the, what came to our destruction around that was we just were not part of any community. We weren't part of like the 124th Street community. We weren't part of, to be honest, the fashion community here in Edmonton. Like We just decided one day to open up a clothing store. And then we started meeting different people. We started meeting different circles. We started meeting a bunch of fashion heads or different sneaker heads around different things. And it was way too late. Versus yeah. if we were part of a community, if we had like a bunch of like enthusiasts who loved certain styles of fashion that's where that the, we were bringing That's in, where the power or, comes from, 100%, man. 100%. Like the we, power is, is people coming together. Like, totally. and you're like, you're like, oh yeah, I, I, I hold hands. I'm like, no, man. <laughs> it's, it's common people coming together and, and, and can, taking care of their own, like creating tribes. 100%. And creating tribes and helping each other because like that's how you really make change. Like that's how you really, because if all of a sudden... You, you have a strong, strong community or like a strong street, strong yeah. family, strong yeah. community, strong city, strong province, right? Kind of yeah. works in that way. But if you try to think a province is going to control, like if you don't have the strong fucking community and the province don't give a shit about you, man. Totally. They don't. Or, or to be honest, anyone of power doesn't give a shit, period. They don't. Until you have like a bunch of people rallied up behind you. And yeah, and then they'll change their they'll change their political view to basically rally up this uh, this group of people. They'd be like, I, I want I need those people in my group, so 100%. I'm gonna say what you're gonna want me to say, you know? Hundred like, percent, or they'll actually even just listen to you. I'm like, I'm wondering if like can can independents run for for um, for the provincial election? I don't know. Like, or do you have to be part of a group? No, I think you have to. Be you part can, of a group. no, no, you can go independent. Look at look at all the people you vote for. There's like some people who just go on his troll shit. Because like, oh, like they just they just they just do they're true. not they're not just small super small parties. No, they're like the names of them are like the elephant group of okay like like some like troll shit. Yeah, yeah. like realistic realistically, it would be good to vote for independent people. Get a whole shitload of independents in there that just basically like go there. They won't be able to get anything done. Yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah, but what, but okay. Yeah, they won't chaos. be able. To, they won't be able to get anything done. But you get. If you get someone in there yeah. that's a full-blown independent, that's like a whistleblower, <laughs> you know? Like they're literally in there and like have a voice and every time they come out of a meeting or come out of a, yo, man, this is what's going down, man. These people are I, doing this, 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 I don't this, think this, that, this, and this. That's not going to fly, I man. No one's going to vote for that shit. What do you mean no one's going to vote for that shit? The people vote for that. They're too dumb to vote for that. They're yeah. just voting for what they know. It's marketing. They see blue, conservative. They see orange, NDP. They see... Purple, wild rose. They see red, yeah. liberal. Like it's just marketing at that I, point. I don't. I don't know if that could ever get to that point of someone actually making it through. Because I think everything would be against them. The funding would be against them. The marketing would be against them. The probably whatever policies would be against them to make sure they're not. Like you know, they'll catch that loophole to just kill that momentum if that was ever to happen. Yeah, but that would be ideal. Oh, that'd be like, crazy. you imagine you get like an independent in there, and every time he comes out, he just <laughs> just basically spews on every every. He goes, yeah. Yeah, this but, is what they're doing, and then this is what it, this is what the NDP are doing. This is what the conservative are doing. You guys gonna have an accidental uh, crash driving <laughs> across the high level bridge. I don't think I don't think Canada. No, Canada is not, not that bad. I know, but they're getting they're getting more on the American style. Like the one thing I used to like about the politics is like they didn't they didn't stoop down to the American style totally. of politics. Now it's getting into that like 
before they just say see it's so cheesy they say they they just beat each other now and just throw out dirt on the other person i'm just like instead of basically going out and saying this is what we stand for and this is what we're going to do and this is our policies and this and that they go this guy's an idiot blah 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 do you know he did this this or she did this yeah yeah but you know what too though but the sad part that's our fault because we pay attention to that yeah we pay attention to that bobby t what's the thing though how Okay, if if Coke were to say that about Pepsi, there'd be a massive lawsuit. You can't. No, like, they do that on purpose. No, you can't they say play. that. You're not allowed to say that. You're not allowed to. Like, if you're a big so, brand, you yeah. can't say. So there was that one Super Bowl commercial that was super controversial because. I think it was a Coke commercial that mentioned Pepsi. Didn't they used to do and taste it was, tests? And it wasn't in a negative note because they would never say the competitor. They would never say, the They'd never say it, but yeah. it was obvious they'd have the red can and, and the blue can. And, you and, know? The, and the reason why is they can't. <laughs> that was the way around. You it. can't say anything negative to that because that could be like you know flammable. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So 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 like this one said something. They mentioned it, but they didn't mention it in a negative context, and it was like crazy that they're doing that. But like. Coke and Pepsi are now like let's be honest, they're a lifestyle. Like they're 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 culture. Like they're they're no longer competing. I guess you know, they compete for dollars and cents. Okay, well, they they what they really have and what they really what the the where the real money is is their distribution network. Oh, 100 percent. They have a distribution network that's worth money. Like the well, the, the, the product the itself is worth money too. Well, it, no, it, no, it, but it the product the, the product is worth the, the money. The product is the thing, but it's it all comes down into the distribution. 100%. They have all the trucks. They have all the locations. All they the have all the stores. They have all the infrastructure in place. Well, do they That's own their what, own trucks? Do you know that? Yeah, they own it's all that stuff, brother. It's Coke, bro. They own all of that. They own all of it. That's own why. That's shit. why if like if someone's like, for instance, Vitamin Water says like is a small little thing, and they say, yeah, we like your product. We think we can sell it. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, we're just gonna give you a residual. You're less like, yeah, I made it. You know. Or I was gonna say like, what like. You name, I forgot how many brands are housed under these brands, but like they own everything. <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Whenever that infusion of like drink and cannabis happens, well, they, you, yeah. you best know Coke's going to buy or acquire or have their own version or brand, offshoot brand yeah. of infused whatever. Yeah. It's a matter of when, not if. They're, um, uh, yeah, how many, co- how many companies own all the food control now? Eight? Five? I don't know. There's like five or six of them. Five or six. Five or six companies own every single thing that we buy in the supermarket. Oh, totally. yeah, it's insane. Yeah, it just like, keeps going up. Yeah. It, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was just with like, some, like at one point. Is it when's it going to be like these companies have more money than countries, bro? Hundred percent. That's like, why you can't. That's why you cannot challenge them. Like a, a lot of people are like confused when you look at like. I mean, if you think about it, like the cliche like major companies who are sort of like hot topics, like you know, like Facebook, Spotify. Like these are all like apps yeah. that are worth that have money as countries, so, yeah, yeah, which is mind-boggling. And like that's when they're all. I mean, that's when they you make change. You do what yeah, yeah. the hell you want to do. Just move a chair in close, man. Oh, you keep pushing that put back. Keep, you can watch moving, yourself there. I keep moving it. Out you see, of the you shot. See, yeah, you see where you're. <laughs> no, it's 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 true. Like what ended up happening in the olden days. This is how companies used to grow. When a company got bigger and like Coca-Cola, for instance, yeah. as it grows bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger, they need more people. To sustain that infrastructure, right? Yeah. So what happens is the company gets bigger. There's more money traveling through the company. There's more people making money in that company. Yeah. Tim's all employees and stuff. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you know, these Google. Platforms. These these platforms are system based and like analytic based platforms, and they grow, but they they grow by getting more people, uh, like because that's what they're selling. That's yeah. their product. 
but they don't need more like more people to control. There's, there's, there's not more resources. So, so, so you have a small group of people, like maybe like let's use small numbers. Let's say an old corporation would have had to have ten thousand yeah. people, and this company only has like five hundred people. Hundred percent in in a ratio, and, and they taking in more money than that ten thousand people did. So like, and the people, the five hundred people that they're paying in that company. They're not seeing all, like a percentage of that money. Oh, they're just no. getting a paycheck. <laughs> they're just getting their paycheck cut every yeah. day. Yeah, and, and I'm just like, and the guys at the top, they have so much money that they don't know what to do with it. Totally. Like they can't even spend it all. Yeah. And I'm just like, and these guys are hoarding all 100%. of the funds. Because if you think about like, like one of the biggest groups and one of the things that I think everyone's doing now is like they're ordering their food through all these platforms like Uber Eats and uh, Skip. Yeah. And like Skip charges like people for like a percentage. And they charge all the restaurants percentage, yep. manager stuff. Like yep, they're yeah. just laughing. They're just they're and they're just, and they're, they're not even they're not even the ones delivering. Oh, yet. totally. They're, <laughs> they're not they're even. Not, and they're, they're like, oh, and you have to pay the delivery guy. hundred percent. Like you just use so, our platform. So they're they're laughing about that. <laughs> and as they're building all these like crazy businesses, like they're just building at scale, and more and more more and more people they come onto it. Soon you have to, and then they're like basically where I've like said to like a few of my restaurant clients, like you have to be careful, like. Like brands like Skip the Dishes, um, Open Table, all they're doing is they're just positioning themselves between these restaurant customers, and then everyone has to pull, pay a toll booth. Yeah, they're like, the middlemen. They're just putting themselves in the middle and they're just making it convenient for 100%. people. Hundred percent, and uh, killing it, killing it. Yeah. yeah. And soon restaurants cannot. There's nothing they could do. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to, or else then you're not gonna get your reservations, or you're not gonna get your amount of sales or orders that are coming in. So what that's, do you do? That's gatekeeper shit though. That's where the, that's smart. That's um, classic uh, Warren Buffett. Invest in gatekeeper companies. Uh, I don't know. I think that's pretty dope. But uh, my background's restaurant stuff like that. It's crazy bring up Skip the Dishes. This is something that happened to me a couple years ago, but some of the, one of the founder dudes that Skip the Dishes asked me to help build his company f- with him yeah. when he was just starting it out. I had a, I had about a half hour talk with him yeah. and he tried to explain to me. He's like, like, oh, I'm so pissed. That <laughs> was a big opportunity. <laughs> I, he didn't explain it well enough. I didn't get it. He was like, he was like, he was like, and then, and then they like, we don't have to like, we'll just deliver it. And, uh, and, and the, these guys will come and it'll just pop, the order will pop up on their phone. It'll drive it out. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm cool, bro. It's fine. <laughs> but he tried to explain this to me, thing to me for half an hour. And he was just like, man, I need you someone to help they, grow this. You know what so, I know? And I'm just like, one guy's doing right now. Um, and I think he's just too ahead of his time, which is why it's probably having trouble getting off the ground. Mm-hmm. But he's doing the same thing with gas. Okay. So basically, like, instead of going to the gas station, yeah, you just order your gas on like through your phone. And only they'll have like a like a, a gas truck. They'll and the guy just you. shows up and he pumps your gas. No. So like, if you're at if you're at, if you go to work, yeah. and your car's parked for a limited amount of time, you're like, oh, I'm running out of gas. You just go to work. And I, you would just so, basic- I would so use that. And then you just basically what you do at that point, it's uh, you, you you hit the app and say, I need gas yeah. um, between this time and this time. And I they will. just show up and they fill your tank and then they just charge your credit card on the app because totally. your system's on the app so you never have to go in. The- it's would, super convenient. I would so use that. Yeah, and you could also set it up where it comes in at, at a specific time every, like once you like yeah. you, so you can like budget your gas. Yeah. So let's say I'm like, okay, I'm only going to spend uh, $400 a month on gas. I want them to come every Thursday at seven o'clock when my car is parked, so, and you just leave it outside, and they just come and they show up and they fill it up. Because I'm just waiting for I don't know if there's like yet something for the convenient, like you know all the convenience store stuff, candy, junk food, all that stuff. They had that for a little while. They Night had something Owl like that. Nightlife, or and I think Night... that died out. Yeah, but it's it died just a matter out, yeah. of when there's actually going to be a platform that's going to do that at scale and what be if, successful. Now. What about someone who delivers weed? 
<laughs> They're called drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> That's currently available. It's currently right now. available right now. <laughs> it's, on the, it's currently available on the black market. <laughs> Legally. Right? Yeah. Legally, that's a business. Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a business once they oh. get once they get that system set up. If like, they're allowed to. Yeah. Well, you'll just need to license. Well, you know what you would have to do, and I don't know what you know what we don't do talk it. about this on camera because someone's going to jack that idea. Okay. <laughs> but then, like, there's like who cares, man? There's like the idea is already out there in the ethos. It's, yeah, it's, it's right. like we didn't come Whoever's going to do it, right? Like, yeah. are you going to do it? I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's not my business. I'm not going to run it. Have you guys heard of Drizzly? So it's that app that then delivers alcohol to you within okay. like 20 minutes. So That's I mean, cool. if they're doing that, then yes. It's, it's just, just a matter of time. Yeah. So yeah. It'll go into 100%. It's Did just a matter of when. It's called Weed Maps? Yeah. Carlitos, hey, hitting <laughs> us with the Weed Maps. <laughs> so there you go. So there's Weed Maps for all that stuff. But I mean, everything's going to be like delivering through an app. And once we're all like, you know, and then they're gonna show up in little drones. <laughs> and Amazon's then, doing that. Yeah, this Am- little, little drone. Thing. Amazon's delivering their shit. You know drone. what people are gonna do when the, those the little drones, when they Who start. Does? The cartel does. The cartel. When 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 those drones, all, all you need to do is just get those pet eagles. I think it would be awesome, man. To to get pl- a, just to, to go and right wham, just go and snap those drones out, right? Like, just go and just snap them. <laughs> the competition. The competition, right? Like, have you seen those eagles, man? Yeah, they just the attack trained the trained eagles that go and attack the drones? Drones, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you just basically, like, you just, like, if there's drones everywhere, you yeah. just you just work in the business. I'm like, if it's coming, just start training eagles now. Yeah. And just start sending eagles to go and collect your collect. That's that's also That's also, like, a multi-million dollar industry now is, like, drone stopping protection and all that stuff because people are flying that stuff everywhere right because there's those like, giant net guns oh, and there's yeah. like you, training uh, animals you know oh, there is, yeah, you know guns. what you know what you would and there's guns that like will kill the power to them yeah just you just send up an uh an e- what is an eng yeah. like, you can just Electric you can just pulse. you just yeah. throw a pulse at that thing man and it's totally. gone like it's like it goes like and then it like, <laughs> and then it, and it, yeah. and it crashes <laughs> man like like you can't fly that thing without G- like try flying. I've tried flying that thing without like GPS lock. It's hard, man. Like oh. they they hover and they do this and they and move, they, they move the all wind. over the place and the wind takes yeah. it and I'm just like mine mine. I flew one in the in the like I just oh, so sad. I flew one in the winter time. It was too cold. And I got one of those cheap uh, propellers. I think they were cheap propellers because I ordered them online. Yeah. I didn't realize they were cheap, but I think they were because uh-huh. what happened was is the wind came and because it, it was so cold, it just went. And it snapped one of the propellers right off. Oh, did just, your heart? Like, how high was it? It was gone, man. Like it, all of a sudden, the camera just and it was and it crashed on the ground. And I'm like, oh man. Was it destroyed? It's destroyed. Oh. And I bought a new shell for it, and I put it to shell together. But it, like the gimbal's still acting funny, and I'm still getting error messages. Oh. I think it's so toast. It's gone. Oh. I think it's done. I think it's done. It's a sad. How old was it? I'm like minus thirty. Oh, <laughs> so you can. <laughs> Because I have a drone too. I remember one time I was like tempted to fly, and it's like no, it has to only fly. I think it was like minus five. Yeah, is the lowest. Yeah, it was hard. Like but, sometimes they get the battery gets too cold too quickly, oh, and I'm just so like, it could die. But yeah. then I guess bottom line is I never thought about the propeller. Thing. The propeller snapped right off because it was windy. It was like too windy, and it was like pew, poof, and it dropped. Oh, it's like damn it, man. So my like, heart would have stopped. Yeah, so I had to buy a new drone, and I was just like not like. I was like, I wanted the new drone, but I wasn't yeah. ready. I wanted to sell the old one and get, get some money for it. And all of a sudden, now I have to dish out the full pop. And oh. I'm like, oh, man, this is not fun. I'm just like, there goes two grand like that. I'm no, just like, t- not fun. Oh, shit. No, totally. 
<laughs> that would make me vexed. Yeah, it was pretty sad. Yeah. <laughs> vexed. I haven't heard that word in a long time, but yeah, that's cheese, man. Like those drones aren't cheap. No. No, no. But they make their they are They make their money they're back. Becoming cheaper. Well, inexpensive. Yeah, inexpensive. Like, you can get some like really good ones for like not that bad of a price in comparison before when they're always like fifteen hundred, a thousand. You can get yeah. some good decent. I got the smaller one too. Yeah, and, like the smaller ones I, I find are a little better. They're easier to fly because like they're less intrusive. Yeah, and like you don't need as many permits for the small little guys, totally. right? Because those things, sure, they die. Yeah, where to take someone out? But head, I can't see kill. it. I'm like it goes up <laughs> in the air, so and I'm true. just like I lost it. I'm just like. <laughs> With the other one, the but do you wear the goggles when you do it? No, no, no. Yo, come on, dude. They no. make races out of that. I know. Shit. I sold my. You goggles. ever watch those? You ever watch yeah. those races? Yeah, those things are crazy. Those <laughs> little ones, those <laughs> guys that slip and they Some flip upside down. Like, they're 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 insane. Those pilots. Yeah, they're like, really. Uh, you're gonna call them pilots. <laughs> yeah. They're pilots, man. Like, have you seen oh. like have you seen those videos where the guys like flying flying underneath the train and he was flying above the train and then he would go under the train and then he would just turn around and go the opposite direction. What don't? Footage you get from I saw I saw this like awesome like they had a course that was like in this warehouse so it went from indoor outdoor like those guys are pilots like <laughs> yeah they're, no, they're going fast like, oh they're, they're gunning it you have to really trust I guess you, once you start to really trust where where your propellers are yeah and I'm, what your what your what your <laughs> actual like range is like that's the thing like I look at the screen but I don't trust that there's nothing like if I see a, a pillar, like if, if the thing is in the way of a pillar and I can't see the perspective, I don't know if I'm flying right into it or not. No, they, wear, no the, they wear the goggles, man. You ever <laughs> see what those dudes look like, though? What does that have to do with anything? They, just, they don't have girlfriends, man. They just <laughs> yeah, but what is that? Uh, why do you, you got to put that kind of stereotype out there? I'm pretty sure some of them have girlfriends. They, and if they do, they're like you're just assuming you, that. You That's a what? bad assumption. That is, it's, it's, that, that um, is a misconception. <laughs> you're trying to tell me those guys are pulling. So there, some so, of them are. Some of them are pretty good pilots, and people like pilots. <laughs> so I used to be like a professional video game player way back when. Yeah, that's dope, though. But that's pretty cool. But MLG? The, but, were you in the MLG? No, no, no. So it's PC gaming. Yeah. So we were doing what we were doing was before MLG, but then that was started to get a lot of momentum when Halo. Yo, that's so sick. Started happening. You, you were playing Halo. No, I was playing Counter Strike. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. So it was, like, it was a crazy thing. But then one of the main stereotypes was like gamers were. Did you have like, a girlfriend? Of course I had a girlfriend. You were pulling? <laughs> but there was a bunch of people who were just like, you know, a bunch of just good looking girls, dudes, that were just all gamers. But then there's a lot of nerds. The cliche. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll throw a nine out of ten. Maybe one dude in there is pulling. <laughs> <I don't think laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Like even when I was in the Canadian Army. Yeah. Like the, well, Canadian, sure, the Canadian. Yeah, I was in the, I was in the Canadian Army for a while, but I couldn't I couldn't handle it. But. Uh, there was uh, our Canadian Army are kind of like the the outsiders in high school. Okay. The kids that are basically they don't really fit in with the group, and then they yeah. go to the army, and then all of a sudden they're all there, so they all get together and they they fit in. Yeah. And then I noticed in the American Army, it's more like the jocks and the guys who get like after they've, they've played on the sports teams and all the other stuff. The next thing they come out and they go, "What do I do now?" Totally. They join the army, so like that's kind of like how I would range like how they. How the uh, the characteristics are. That's why our, our army is like such a like nice go lucky go around and helping people type of army. And then the Brits were just all a bunch of like they would just get drunk and yeah. smashed and like well the the ones in Canada anyways they're just like yes send those guys to Canada. That is <laughs> they so would just cr- get so drunk and like get like pissed drunk in the bars every time. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So like yeah, there's different di- people have their little clusters in terms of like how strict was it? Ours was pretty strict. Like uh, only because I think they they, I think they were more strict out of fear 
Yeah. Because there were all those Brits out there. They didn't want a bunch of 17-year-old so kids. So you're training with Brits? Uh, they were, we were, yeah, there was, they were part of our, uh, um, um, like there's a base out in Wainwright. Yeah. And the base out in Wainwright, they have all the different, like it's a training, it's a training yeah. base. So like there's a whole bunch of different platoons that are there oh. at training and doing different stuff. And then you go out into the bush, you do like crazy hikes and then you yeah. do like, um, um, like, um, what do you call it? Like, uh. Simulated gunfights and yeah. stuff like that, where you go and out there with little caps on your guns. And was you, there U.S. Americans training too, uh, or is it strictly just the Canadian? Mostly and Canadian. And the Brits were out there. Oh my God. Yeah, so like it's uh, yeah, those were like. Did you ever do war games? Yeah, that's what you do. I threw a grenade, like I got to throw an actual <laughs> grenade. You chucked a grenade. I chucked a grenade. How'd that feel? Yeah. Uh, it was interesting because like so you you're behind like a concrete you wall. You chucked a nade, man. Yeah. You <laughs> threw one two, out. Two what type? Uh, I don't know, just when you like pull... Like classic American yeah, grenade? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like with the little, like, the little grain with the little yeah, things on yeah, it? Yeah, and you pull the pin oh, and then you... You felt manly, eh? So, like, yeah. So, I'd be, like, worried. Just, like, drop it. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, so what happened was, so you have this glass, like, bulletproof glass that you can watch the thing explode under. Okay. So I threw it yeah. to watch where it lands. But you got scared. And then right? I just sit in there and I'm watching where it goes and the guy grabbed me and he yanked me to the ground because I guess no. I was up for too long. The whole, like a shrapnel picks you up. Like, well, yeah, because I'm watching to see where it lands and he just grabs me and he pulls me down to the ground. Yeah, and watch where it lands. You chuck it yeah. and you take the worst. I think Then they send you in the gas chamber. Yeah. Gas chamber. Did you have to do that? What's the gas chamber one? The gas chamber, without you, a mask. like you, you take, take your mask, mask off. off and you, and then you put your mask back on and it's like a tear, a tear gas kind yeah. of thing. And like, what I feel like? Oh, like burning skin. Your skin just burns. Did you cry? Oh, you tear up. Yeah, it's no, not like, you, it's not like a cry. It's not <laughs> like, it's not like a cry. <laughs> it's like you're, you're just, you're, your eyes get, it's like onions and okay. stuff. So like no, your eyes highs and everything gets, it gets, uh, and your skin gets all burnt. It's literally like yeah. you can feel it burning, like chemically burning yourself. How loud was it? Was it, was it a big explosion and how loud was it? It was just like, poof. it's not like, a, it wasn't like I remember because I remember like, like how it's not it wasn't like a big massive. It was just a, it's like a like a grenade. Yeah. Like it just it's what it's do you an, mean like a grenade. I've never thrown. It's a just grenade. it's, it's not no a, reference point. It's, I have a, a it's an, well in terms of your video games, you throw it's an isolated it's a spot. So it just yeah. does a little explosion, uh, about a four foot radius. But the thing is, is the shrapnel goes everywhere. Yeah. So the explosion is small, but the shrapnel goes what, everywhere, and you hurts. get you get hit with all the shrapnel. You don't get. It's not the explosion that gets you. It's all the, the like, what, what tons it, of shrapnel. Just little chunks of metal? No, the thing is metal. And when it explodes, oh, it shell, just, yeah. like, you know how it has little bumps on it? Yeah. It just cracks and explodes. Oh, there's nothing inside those little bumps? It just, it's, it's, it's all the gunpowder in there. It's that... Like, okay, the whole, the, the little grenade, the little thing that you're holding okay. is what actually, like, shards. Oh, it turns into, like, a, a like it goes kaboom, and it, it explodes. That is so, that is so... And it shards into people. That is so insane. Because I remember I was reading this thing about saying, like, how much lies are thrown into like movies to make people stupid like criminals stupid in real life such as like um what is like the cliche one and actually i learned this actually in class like how if someone like like shoots like a gun or the silencer um, or even to like silencers and things like that like they they alter it on tv just to make sure that if you try to mimic something you see on tv you just are in hollywood you just lose. I can see that. <laughs> what do you mean they mimic it? Like, like you use a different silencer for a different not weapon? Not so much that, but like, like how loud is an actual silencer in real life versus like a real silencer? It's not. <laughs> that's not real in the slightest. A suppressor. It's called suppressor. It's not called. I'm no expert in guns. But it's called a suppressor. It's not called a silencer. Yeah. It's not like, like the movies how quiet it is. Like yeah, people just like take like it out the PP world. Like a little PP7. No one's going to hear that. No. It, it, I think, I believe from uh, what people have told me in my limited research that the reason why you have a silencer or a suppressor is not to dull the noise of the, the thing. The light. 
No, 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 no. It's, no, it's no, it's to uh, make it sound like something else. So it's not. So you don't know you're being fought at by shot at by a gun. You're like, oh, who dropped that garbage can? Or like, or like, who kicked oh, that's that? Interesting. Who kicked that piece of metal? As opposed to you don't think you're getting shot at. That's, that's what I've heard. Anyway. Just to change the sound. Yeah, pitch that's it. Interesting. And it makes it a little bit, a little that bit makes, less. That makes sense though, because the thing is, is like you, you that energy has to go somewhere. Totally. Like so, you can't just dissipate. You can't just you can't just hold the sound waves and not have them go anywhere. You have to just dissipate them in a versus, different way. Versus Hollywood, it's just like. Like, yeah, <laughs> the sniper's loud yeah. as hell, man. <laughs> snipers are loud ass guns, man. Like, like that shit's got They're some cannons. To it. Yeah, those things are cannons, man. Yeah, that's how they get caught. That. That's how they get caught. They're like, "There's the sniper right yeah. there, right there." <laughs> I heard it, <laughs> right there. A person's like, "Ah, shit, shit!" I watched it. I watched a freaking Born Identity movie. <laughs> yeah. I thought I could get away with this. <laughs> Took out a whole city. Yeah. Like, no, totally. I used to well no I used to watch uh, like I got some sick fetish watching dudes doing hell week like I watch them doing the hell week on um, uh, what is that the US Navy does hell week you yeah. ever heard of that yeah when yeah. it's just like them training yeah 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 and you're yeah. just like yo that fucking sucks like I sit in my bed and I watch these dudes and I'm like yo at least I'm not doing this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> my week's not that bad yeah my week's not that bad these guys are fucking <laughs> up at four in the morning getting whipped and shit like like Hose down and whatnot. Uh, but anyways, um, I watched the one with the gas mask shit. And there's dudes, they got to go in the gas chamber. And they freaking put the, must, not mustard gas, I'll kill you, but just tear gas. Yeah. But like there's dudes crying, snot pouring out of their eyes. And yeah, so yeah, they, they can good. experience it. Yeah, you experienced that. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's that, but the, after that, like doing, basically, I was just like, man, I can't go into war. I'm like, I'd be, I'd be a dead man for sure. Oh. I can't kill anybody. Okay. I've, I've had, I had like, Bad. I've killed two squirrels in my life, in, yeah. one, in one camping trip. And, Why did you uh, kill him? Actually, no. You killed a you killed a mouse too. You ran over with your skateboard. That was an accident. That I was didn't on actually kill the mouse. Like they <laughs> was, like, I was. That was. <laughs> we're riding this summer, and I'm like, we're like, oh, we're like longboarding. We're longboarding, yeah. and we're like, and he stopped, and he was just standing. Because I saw long, a poor little mouse. No, you didn't the road. see him. You I saw see a poor him. little mouse. I saw like, stop. So he stopped. No, he was already stopped, and then he saw the mouse. He goes, "Watch out for the mouse!" And he totally hit. He literally ran across the street at the same time that the board. So he didn't run across. He was standing there. No, like, he, like, ran across, me, he ran across. He ran across the street, and I literally ran over him. I'm like my wheels are like this big, so like, yeah, like that's divine intervention. He must have done something wrong. Yeah, like to basically have been thrown in it front of. It was suicidal mouse. It was a suicidal mouse, but he totally, I totally like, I hit him dead on. But that's squish. Uh, like that's good. Like <laughs> that's good. It wasn't that, good. That's good that you didn't try to swerve out of the way. Cause I didn't have time. He harm. just said, "Watch out for the mouse." And by the time I like saw him, I was ready. It was too late. <laughs> I didn't even have time to do anything. Did you see it after? Did it explode? Or was yeah, it, 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 it was just. It was, was just it was a streak. <laughs> <laughs> it was just flat on the road. It was like. Uh. Yeah, so you still have nightmares from that. You can yeah, you can yeah. kill anything. Yes, I've killed three rodents now. Three. <laughs> Yeah. He still has nightmares. He still back, back in high school. I still. I, how do I still know this stuff? Like I have nightmares <laughs> about these rodents that we killed back in high school, and I was just like, "Oh man!" And I feel like I know that's coming on my judgment day. I'm gonna have to talk about this. <laughs> what did these squirrels do to you? Yeah. Well, <laughs> the second one. This. So the first one. Oh man, it was bad. We had the axe because we, we couldn't catch them. I didn't yeah. think we were gonna catch them. And the guy was just like, "Well, you killed a rodent. You killed a squirrel with an axe. Yeah. Psychopath. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of impressed. And, like how? And he's just. I could. I couldn't see him. I couldn't see him. He was in the bush there. And my buddy was like. He's there. Just swing it. And so then I'm like, okay. And I just swung the axe. And you got and it? I caught him. I was like, fuck. And then the second one. Did it crunch? Like, how did it feel? 
like in your hands, like through, like, did you feel death? Like he still ran a bit and then like collapsed. You retarded it and then you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad. Wow. Did you bad. have to? Did you finish the rat off? Or the, uh, he died. The second one was was the worst one. You had to finish it. The second one we had to finish because like uh, this first, okay. the second one. So now we feel really bad that we killed this one, and so then like we're eating steaks and someone. And the other one, the couple, so that's looking for his friend. He's there. Oh, the buddy. So the he's buddies. like, where is he? He's like trapped. And, he's just like, and so we're just like, you know, you get, the throw, throw, throw him a bone. Throw, actually. Yeah, it's you did not throw a steak bone at it. Like, they threw a steak bone at it. I don't even think it was me for the second one. I didn't. I think I only killed the first one, but we threw. What the do you steak. mean you think you only killed the? first I don't. One? How I, do you screw these stories <laughs> up, Steve? No, wait. I want to hear the because steak bone. The steak bone. So we threw the steak bone at the thing, and it caught his leg, and it snapped his leg off. So now he's running in circles, trying to gnaw his leg off, and he's like spinning in circles, and we're like, uh, What's good? <laughs> you gotta, you gotta kill this one now too. <laughs> So then what kind of squirrels are these squirrels? Yeah, so he caught him with a steak bone and he snapped his leg. So oh my it was bad. It was bad. It was. I had like I felt like horrible for the long. So I still you, feel horrible, man. That happened kill, twenty years ago. How did you kill it? With, with, with the axe. Oh my god! You're a psycho, man. <laughs> You're a psycho. I didn't kill the second then, one. The second one, someone else put him out of his misery. But we, but we killed. We killed two squirrels, and it was uh, pretty sad. Yeah, and I still remember that. And I know, like, a couple of my friends who were on that camping trip, if they remember that, that squirrel, just leave a comment below if you want your name attached there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a few of us that were on that, uh, on that trip. But, yeah. That's so funny. No, I have not killed any squirrels. Yeah. No. <laughs> so. I killed a bird once. I still kind of... Your bird? You killed your bird? No. Dude, I this guy's got, like, his pet bird. And he's like... How did... You killed it? No, you weirdos. Oh. I didn't kill my own oh. bird. Oh, you killed a bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all of, I don't like know. Like slingshot? I got, no, I got peer pressured into driving over it with a bike. Why didn't it How did you fly, fly away? I don't yeah. understand. It was a baby bird. Oh, my This discussion just went dark. Yeah, yeah this went dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I got peer pressured into Speaking it. Speaking of I, birds, I was in Vancouver one time, and I was running I was running across the, the what's it called, the, the wall there. What are you talking about? Yes. The wall? There's like a there's the, a wall the, there? there's like yeah the way you go around BC the built a wall they should have a wall yeah <laughs> you think yeah you gotta keep uh, you gotta keep and your birds out there was a seagull there there was a seagull there. and this was a, this was a massive seagull like he was so massive I was running down the street and like all of these other seagulls were kind of like there they were, so he was about three or four times the size yeah like big like seagulls like, are not small yeah no and he was like this big he was like the alpha seagull yeah and he wouldn't get out of my way I literally had to kick him to get out of my way like this is how like. So cocky the seagull was, man. That is like pigeons in New York, where they're not scared of humans or nothing. Like they're oh, dude, just I was like, running, and all the other seagulls left because they were just like, "Oh, yeah. this guy's running," and this, this guy's like, just like, "He'll he'll <laughs> run around me," and I'm just like, Shh. and so all he did was this, and like like you know like where he just kind of like yeah. puffed up and like where he like just kind of jumped a little bit out of the way, and I'm just yeah. like, that guy just took a boot, man. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even fly away. Oh, yeah, just, pigeon in New York do that shit. Yeah, no, the major metropolis is there. All two of them shits are about us. Yeah, well, it's like <laughs> snatch food from your hand if they could. No, I don't mess. I don't. That's like sometimes I don't mess with Mother Nature. No, animals. You can't mess with Mother Nature. That's what people are like. It it always looks for balance. It's like the same thing with your body. Like our, the nature just is always looking for balance at all times. So whatever we do to it. There's a consequence. We just have to know what the consequence is. Are you trying like, to tell me the pigeons are a representation of balance? Is it like is it like Mother Nature saying "fuck you, humans"? I'll give an example. You start feeding the pigeons, someone gets shat on. <laughs> <laughs> There's a balance. 
That's, yeah, I guess. That's true. <laughs> There's always a cause and effect for some stuff, you know? People are always feeding pigeons in certain Yeah, they, like, don't feed the pigeons bread because, like, they, they choke on them or they shit all over the place. <laughs> and, like, yeah. And complain about that stuff and then they oh, destroy the property. <laughs> yeah, pigeons can... Pigeons, I... Uh, oh, who... There's a building in Edmonton I know that has a bad pigeon problem right now, and they can't sell the building. Because <laughs> yeah. the pigeons so are inside. Yeah, I'm not going to say names of it, but they're, they're inside. In, they're in the ventilation, yeah. Oh, oh man, that's yeah, it's pretty bad, and it's like uh, they're they're I think they're considered a rodent, so it's like an infestation. And these guys are trying to sell this building right now, and they can't do it because <laughs> they got because they have to. They got probably, flying rodents. Yeah, inside they'd there. have to then spend all this money to get it all exterminated. Yeah, so they're not. They're just keeping it, but like not telling anyone on the low. It's <laughs> on the low, low. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think a few people know, but I'm not saying there's no. Speaking rodents, did you know that? Uh, did you know that gunpowder comes from like bat dung? Dude, you're so random. <laughs> <laughs> what are, you, are you serious? Yeah, I th- I'm pretty sure. Like I, I, I saw a thing about that. Like it's like bad shit. That's how they make gunpowder. Did the Chinese come up with this? Or the Chinese know. came up with gunpowder. We're gonna need a fact check on that. I need a fact check on that. I'm gonna fact check it right now. <laughs> Where no, so, does gunpowder? Well, come well, up? well. Uh, uh, Stevie figures out bad shit gunpowder. Bobby T, talk to me about what's going on. Like, what are you up to? Like, you're you're all over the place. You are all over the place. Like, you're like, you're, <laughs> are you part? Are you part of the white? White, uh, the white party? No. The white party? Yeah. It's the white party. Where people all dress up in white? What oh, are you talking dinner about? Dinner on Blanc. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that, I used to be part of Dinner on Blanc. Holy shit. <laughs> where, it's where, not bad that where, my where, mind where, went where, there. Where <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh. <laughs> You're like, baby, uh. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about here? <laughs> Did you, I did your mind go there? No, I knew. I was like, I was like, all white party. I was like, oh, he's probably talking about dinner. Blah, blah. I wasn't yeah. talking. I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was thinking of Chappelle. Uh, what's it? No, what's it? Tyrone Biggums? Is that his no, name? No, no. Tyrone Biggums is when he's a crackhead. Yeah, the crackhead. What's the other um, one? It's the black KKK guy. Oh, and he's God, blind. I totally though. forgot what what's his forgot name. What That's what I was like. I was like, yo. I was like, Stevie, what are you going to do? I used to be part of Dinner on Blanc, but I haven't been that in like, Three years, because I was part of like the table leaders yeah. for the first two years, and then just lost touch. Take took over. Different thing. Have you guys ever been to that though? No, I never get invited. It's, yeah, it's interesting. I, I don't. I can't see the thing about paying money to bring my own table and my own food. You have to bring your own table <laughs> and your own food. No, and you have to bring. You, have to you don't bring have to bring your own food. Yeah, you gotta bring your own. It's like basically, it's a picnic. The fuck? <laughs> I thought it was it like is. catered, and I was like, no. I was like, uh, you have that option. You could pay more now for it. Well, like in the past, I don't know what it is now, but in the past, what it was, you pay seventy-five bucks. What am I paying per for? person for the the opportunity to experience a picnic? <laughs> That's fair, actually. That's, uh, no, it's kind of dope. It so, was cool. Dinner on Blanc was dope. So, like, so this is what made it super interesting. Like, okay, so everyone dresses all in white. You have to have all white table linens. You have to bring all of your stuff. It has to be glass, no paper stuff. I didn't know you glass. had. To, I didn't know you had to do that. Yeah, and you have to bring all your food, and you have to then whatever you bring, you have to take with you afterwards. Yeah, so the table, no chairs, dishes, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So what made it interesting is the first year, it was like raining ridiculously hard, and they they had to, they had twelve hundred people. This four years ago, three years ago. This was 2000, so I think this was about like four years ago now. Okay. That was the first time? Yeah, it was the first time. Four in Emmett, years in Edmonton. Okay. Yeah. In Edmonton. Um, that was the one that they had like in a super nice house or whatever, wasn't it? Like, no, no, no. So the first year they did it at, um, I forgot that park that's between. Shaw Conference Sh- Center? Between Shaw. It's a The Shunka. The, yeah. 
Oh, we got that Chinese little, park. There's a little Chinese little pagoda thing. I used yeah. to do hip hop in the park there. Like, yeah, exactly. The first hip hop in the park was there. Okay. Oh, what's it called? I forgot. Lewis McInnes. Lewis McInnes Park? It sounds like that. Is that it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Lewis McInnes. So that was the first time we did the park. And then once again, what, what made it crazy was 1,200 people were out. It was raining hard. 1,200 people paid, so they're not going nowhere. And they sat in the rain and ate. That's pretty cool, though. And like, all that means is that from what I took from that was Edmonton is so hungry for experiences that we're willing to eat in rain. Dude, That's a cool experience though. You, you've been doing that forever. Like, um, uh, so we events before that. Yeah. Like so made in Edmonton was like, so sick. Yeah. So our biggest event that we did is we did, um, like a garden party at, um, Combone's garden when he had like that property. Wild guy. Yeah. I went there yeah. too. Oh, I've been to all those things. Yeah. And those were always like a wicked events experiences. Favorite event I ever hosted was like that ice party that you were you, you performed on. And yeah, you remember that? That was sick. So there was there was this place called like Billingsgate Seafood, which was a giant seafood place that like did for one point in time. Like they they supplied seafood Everybody. to all of Alberta, and then whatever reason they fizz, went under. like fizzled down, and they had this giant freezer mm-hmm. that was just collecting dust. And but so a giant freezer? You mean like a warehouse sized freezer? Yeah, like it was like it was ginormous. Huge. Like we we put through. Like anywhere from two to three hundred people inside into, a freezer. Into a freezer. So this is like a cow freezer where they basically like one of those type of things where they have like so, people work in these freezers yeah, where they exactly. hang cows and they they ship them yeah. down. And, and it was they, all se- yeah, so it was all it was all seafood. Seafood. So it was but a there was no food in there, but it was a yeah, no, it was a warehouse. It was decommissioned from that now. So we hosted like an ice party in this. That like was freezer. cool. Did you keep it cold. Um, no, because it was like Edmonton being Edmonton, we didn't have to. Oh. We just had to like let Edmonton do its thing. And so and you, no just, heat. you just had no heat <laughs> yeah. in there. Because we were going to pump it cold, and we're like, actually, no, it's cold enough with just Edmonton doing what it's doing. But it was a wicked, it was a wicked event. So like now I'm still doing those kind of like pop-up parties. We're working more so with brands because to do a pop-up party, to pay for like all the infrastructure in terms of like the bars, the tables, um, everything... You need the toilets and all that other shit. And then you rent too. all the bathrooms because whatever venue that we're popping it up in is not doesn't have the facilities. It's just super expensive. Like yeah, no. we'd break the even. The expensive. We'd yeah. break even or lose money on actually every one my, of them we did. My favorite one, Bobby T, that you did was the one above Yellowhead Brewery before yeah. anyone knew about that. That loft party. I yeah. wanted I wanted to live there. <laughs> what is there? No, they probably made some bullshit no, office I, space. No, it's just like that. storage now. Yeah. This is junk in there. Dude, that I would live in that yeah. thing. Dude, so it was so So what they have is... In they, the back door? That's yeah. how you guys went in? Yeah. Up the, ele- the Batman elevator? You yeah. pull the switch? <laughs> so what we did was like a Bobby Yellowhead Brewery on their second floor. They just have like a, just a vacant, raw, undeveloped like warehouse space. It's a basketball space. court floor. Yeah. Raw, undeveloped space. And it's gigantic. Um, and so we're like, one day we were looking for a venue and we saw a spot. We're like, oh, fuck. We can just host a really wicked party in here. And that took so much money to like clean up, and then we had to get like electrical team to like clean up some of the wirings because they had like it was totally raw. It was so raw. The, the wirings were all over the place and things like that. And they have one of those like old school like gate down wooden like am I gonna die and get murdered elevators, which was dope for the aesthetic. So and sick. then we hosted just like a party up there and we called like the loft that's party. A cool, so. That's a cool. Spot. That's kind of like an yeah. elevator like this, and you got to yeah, yeah. stop it where the chalk line meets, like where yeah. you're supposed to. Yo, it was so sick. <laughs> and it was in the back door. You had to go in the back door. They had the dopest party. Like it was so yeah. fun. And Papa was there, like everyone was there. So it was a, that was a, that was like a really wicked event. No, we enjoyed that. And like like last year, I got like a taste of that in terms of like the event we chose, where we did like a champagne party on top of. Do you know where like El Cortez is and um, where Holy Rollers was and Have Mercy? Yeah. So like right beside there is like a micro apartment building where they have like a rooftop 
and they had two rooftops, so we hosted like a dual rooftop kind of party where we had like two rooftops going where people can float back and forth between. And then we hugged, we lugged all of this like patio furniture, and we hosted a really cool party. But it was like the money stuff. That money, money's not there. And and that, but like the work. So the next day, we had to tear everything down, and it was just me and one of my business partners. You guys know him, Keenan Pascal. Yeah, yeah, Keenan oh, yeah, 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 Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. We shout out Keenan Pascal. Yes, shout out. We couldn't get another. We couldn't get any more volunteers. The whole next day was this raining, pouring rain, and then we broke down and took down. Um, 10 patio sets that sat 10 people. So it's 100. Yeah. So wow. then like 100 pieces of furniture we took down from there ourselves. We spent nine, no, it was like 11 hours in the rain. Just the whole day. And I was just like, we're never doing this again. It was horrible. Uh, no. But it was a cool party. And like, people don't see the back end of that and shit. No one, and no one, like, and because of the amount of work that took, in my opinion, I don't think no one's going to go to that extent to kind of put a party in. And I don't think no one's that stupid because when we're that stupid. Well, you do it but, for you do it because you want to throw a cool party, dude, not because this, you want to you make lots of money from it, right? So, so, what happens, so what happens is you put in all this work to throw this really cool party, and then uh, you break even. And you're like, that was a fucking shitload of yeah. Work. Like, I'm like, I'm no like, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad I broke even. A hundred percent. But like, I just like so with Made in Edmonton and Tastemakers Edmonton is what we branded to. I now realize like the, what the opportunity was that because it wasn't to ever make money. Like in hindsight, we thought that it was, but no, it's not. It's all about us just to like build and strengthen relationships. Yeah. It's all it's for. Or it's now, about- if you think about it, what you could use those events for is to build content. Hundred percent. Right. Like with your stuff. Now that you know, you just like put 100%. these massive events on and like literally like do do content with them and start like walk around with microphones get specific people microphones and film the whole yeah, thing you have, you have all that, I don't say who's who but there's a lot of like young movers and shakers that go to those events that you could definitely yeah, shoot them like and documentaries so, and I and like it's what's awesome is like while we're building that like what gave us momentum we would shoot videos and we do video yeah you do those dope videos as, yeah. yeah and we do them afterwards because we couldn't we were operating <laughs> we were operating like between the gray areas because a, we weren't able to like license all these. All these places were just random pop-up areas, and so AGLC had so many rules and so many obligations, all this stuff. So we would just operate in the <laughs> kind gray of secret area. ninja. You know what? Ninja That's what it should be. So we should call them secret ninja parties and literally like, <laughs> like where they they have to catch you. You know, <laughs> just like just like run to the next place. Yeah, run yeah, to the that's next how, place. That's how you end up in jail, man. That, that, <laughs> operating with an AGLC license is uh, not a great pleasant thing. If some Oh, GLC guy shows up. What are they called? So, inspectors. Have been inspectors. Well, totally. Shows up, so we. Fun. So what we would do is we would never. We would, and it's funny. We never. Our all of our parties were always private. We weren't publicly promoting or advertising them, but we would pro- publicly advertise our last event we did. So then we'd always get some people. The last event to get all charged up. And it's like, oh, if you're interested in this in our next event. Then you have to sign up for our email list or sign up for whatever to be informed. And if you don't, then you don't. You, you, you know what? That's, that's the, the workaround. Thing. That's the workaround. And then you can just basically say, uh, yeah, you can just buy your membership to our thing. And it's they're all pri- exactly. And you're all, all yeah, you're not allowed to People have public events and sell alcohol like that. Totally. There's yeah, all but you can rules. have you can have memberships and give my alcohol away for free. Totally. And so that's like just like a normal party, right? Like if you rent a mansion, let's say Airbnb a mansion. Yeah. And then people pay their membership. They did fee. that. That house that hasn't yeah. sold yet. Is that house sold? I yet? don't. I don't know. If the house is sold. So we did it like we did like a, a pop up like sure a mansion party. It was like a two million dollar property up top that hill. Um, Greer City. Where Folk Greer Fest. City, where Folk, Folk Fest, Fest is. is. Okay. Um, and it was like an awesome property. Connors, Connors Road. 
Yes. That's Connors Hill. And then I forgot the name of this place, but it was a beautiful place. And we called it like a Moet Mansion party. Um, we had all these like rooms. Like, I, you know what's the one thing I felt we dropped the ball on? We didn't program all the rooms. Like, if I could redo that event again, I'd do it in a heartbeat and program like something wicked in each room. I had so much fun in that place. Yeah. That was so dope. Yeah. But like that, that, so like this event was like super stressful to set up because of two things. Like, we knew people, like, A, did not want to take off their shoes because it's like a it's like a venue but we also knew like this is all carpeted place so like how the hell do we control this and <laughs> give everyone and, the little doctor slippers <laughs> totally. so we, we looked into that it became out to being like wait cool yeah we can buy 200 slippers for 30 bucks a slipper no no we're not gonna waste all that budget for that and so what we did is we just prayed <laughs> that no one had dirty shoes and we made sure everyone just had to have really nice awesome shoes and then there was just no dirt. Are you serious? Because yeah. I was thinking that when I came in, and uh, I was like, yo, how are they going to do this without everyone's we shoes? C- we couldn't. There's no way to control it. Someone. Unless you just group. had a guy say, like a nice, a very nice, well-spoken lady who's like very like. Can you take off your shoes? Can, can you, take you off please your shoes? take off your shoes? And then what, what happens, like the other scenario around that too, which, which is hard, is like if someone takes off their shoes, their shoes gets placed over here. Shoe check, taken. but like coat check, give them tags. And we had that idea too. You did? And then stacking the shoes and planning like where the you're room supposed to put today. them. Exactly. Yeah, headache. That's another nightmare. So just imagine, <laughs> imagine checking in 200 pairs of shoes. 200 pairs of shoes. And yeah, then, even at a house party, you're like, your shoes are just all piled up there and you're trying to find your co- shoes. And then imagine like putting a code, like, you know, like a like a. Well, it's a, a system, ticket code, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing for coat check, but for 200 shoes. shoes oh, yeah, that would have been a headache. Another night, another nightmare. Yeah, but that's, wait, so what's better than fucking gotta, up this guy's carpet? You gotta think totally. about it. You could probably, you, that's could probably a, you got lucky. You yeah, I got, I got lucky. You build up one of those wall shelves. You could probably build a wall shelf like they do with uh, the bowling. So, so you, that's you, true too. But you could have done two hundred shoes and like, <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, Steve, but, yeah, yeah, blow the budget on that, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's the last thing he wants to do is build a wall shelf for <laughs> yeah. shoes. Yeah, that's the thing though, exactly, because you have limited budget. So, and time. Do we put exactly? Do we put a budget? To build this? Yeah. Yes, no, maybe, no. So that we just, we just kind of hoped. <laughs> and wow. it turned out, it turned out well, but like next minute it was raining, we'll be screwed. Next minute, I don't know, it was like all money, we'll be screwed. How, you know what? I've thrown events too. I've thrown uh, a bunch in my life, like with my name behind them. And they're so the most stressful oh. freaking thing ever. And when you have weather into it, you're just like, oh dear God, oh dear God, oh dear I, God, please don't. Oh. <laughs> it's scary. I, I do not. Like I, I, every year I swore off outdoor events because it's the most ridiculous, it's the biggest gamble. You're just so stressed. It's just like, no matter what you do, if it rains, you're fucked. If it's too hot, you're fucked. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a lose-lose situation, but if it's perfect weather, best event ever, period. Yeah, it's a roll of the dice. You got a three but, chance, you got one out of three chance. And it's such extremes, but then like just, I mean... Outdoor events, it is. I don't even look at the weather. I don't even care. It doesn't even matter. Well, Edmonton, a- Edmonton usually, usually, I'm just like, <laughs> usually is really, really hot during the day. Yeah. And then everything evaporates and then pours at night. Yep. So if you have your event usually during the day, you should be okay. Yeah. Who's going to a day event, you, though? You would swear, you'd swear on that. But then yeah. the amount of day events I've done where it's just been just pouring. Yeah. And then when it's pouring and you pump all this money into, like, alcohol and no one's drinking because it's so cold, you're just like... Yeah, so bad. Why are we doing this? Yeah. And you're looking at what? people's sad faces because they're oh. shivering, and you're like, I didn't want this. I'm stuff. so sorry. <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry, the party didn't. I don't control well. it. What, what did you do that state? But like I said, um, to go back again, what brought us on topic? Dinner on Blanc just showed me. I mean, 
it was pouring rain and people are eating in a picnic and having conversations in the rain. So I said, you know what? Us in Edmonton, we're so hungry for like experiences that are different. Oh, they'll go through anything. It doesn't matter. That's wild. It's dude. raining. Cool. I'll wear a rain jacket then. I guess. Let's do it. I'll bring my. I'll bring they'll my umbrella. Buy, they'll go buy a white rain jacket. Yeah, yeah. that's gotta be it's a white rain jacket. Yeah. Well, and that was, that's it's, so it's funny because for dinner on Blanc, if you brought an umbrella, it had to be a white umbrella or transparent. What happens if did anyone show up there with something else and you're like, hey, sorry, Steve. Yeah, uh, they would refuse them. Why, Steve? <laughs> Why are you throwing me under the bus? Why am I bringing something that shouldn't be showing up to the party? That's some shit you would do, I think. What I are don't you know, talking man. about, man? This yeah, guy. They, they, would, they would stop you. They That's would, one. And they'd say no. It was very stringent. and They're strict. Yeah. That's cool. I appreciate yeah, they, that. They even have it like, because like they're, they're very traditional on their stuff, where they even like outlined, and I don't know if this is still the rules, but I remember in the rules they said like you have to be, the opposite side of you has to be a female. That's it has dope. To be male. I like that. can't be like all females, can't be all males. Opposite side of you has to be some of the opposite sex, just out of their tradition of what That's they're doing. That's sick. I like that, because yeah. Edmonton and their culinary scene and their restaurant scenes too willy-nilly with stuff. It's like, people are just, they don't give a shit what you are as long as you have money, you're, you're in. Are there fine so, dining restaurants here still in Edmonton? Like, uh, um, Kind of, but not like white. Sort of, not, not to the extremes. Like the last fine dining, um, what was it called again? Something something Rouge. The Rouge? Is the Rouge still fine dining? They're, they're still fine dining, right? Is it called the Rouge? I'm not the too one, sure. Or Chris, Lounge, Chris no. Ruth is what I'm thinking Chris of. Chris Ruth? That's not fine dining, no. That's not fine dining? That's, just, I, that's pretty I close. That's that steakhouse. That's like a fine steakhouse. Dining that's not be, fine dining. Fine dining would be like concept-based stuff. So once again, there's the Alta Alder room. That was fine dining. It was like 126. Went set, under, though. Set pace, but yeah, it went under. Yeah, when you got like, like if you have like 20, if you have like uh, like the like Did you say 120 a plate? I went to I went to a restaurant one time like where there was 10 of us around the table, and they had 10 servers. All dropped the plate the exact same moment. In Edmonton? No, this is in Ecuador. <laughs> but that was just like, this that's is crazy, so, man. That's like, so wicked. This is like, cause it, yeah, it was super fine, Danny. Everything came out. They, they, they cleared tables at the exact same time. They, yeah. they dropped. So basically, I had my own personal server because they all, they all served everyone at the exact same See, moment. Experiences like that, are, I think, are awesome. And I think that's what everyone is paying for when it comes to like food and stuff. Because, like, I mean... Edmonton, like, you know, we're all known for, like, our steakhouses. And to be honest, like, you go to one steak, in my opinion, you go to They're one all the steakhouse. same, you go to them all? 100%. Well, it's because all the, all the meat sourced from the same place. 100%. Same shit. So then it's just, like, whatever you're ordering, that different cut, that different thing. Like, it's all the same It's all same from the same thing. big company, yeah. There's a few little one-off spots. I don't want to name names. Yeah. They're not paying me to do so. <laughs> I'm being honest. But yeah. like, Some people got in trouble for trying to outsource their meat from somewhere other than Alberta. Oh really? Well, that makes sense. And then they—I uh, mean, those those kingpins at Alberta beef and Alberta chicken and all that stuff, like and Alberta pork. Who did that? You know, they want. To I remember make sure, that. They want yeah, to make sure that you buy no Alberta. <laughs> yeah. Well, you you want to support the Alberta beef, right? And stuff like that. And Whoa, then and so those the certificates. Big company that did that. Yeah. And then Very the certificates. It, it was interesting because I, at the time that this was happening, I was doing some stuff on a beef farm. Yeah. So I was there and I was listening to the other side of the coins and like those those. Uh, Double A grade certified, blah blah. Yeah, that's just you're paying. It's like the Better Business Show. You pay those companies for the to stamp for the certification. Yeah. So like, so they would pay like the this specific the hormone free uh, uh, society non GMO non GMO society of 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 the USA. And it's just a company that basically just gives you a certificate saying the meat, they stamp they use, the meat. Like they approve of that. No, that's, that's messed up. Just like how like free range chicken just means that in those giant super 
chicken coops, there's just a hole cut in it so that they can go in and out if they choose to do so. There's the, yeah, there's the difference between free range <laughs> like, and free run and free this and free that. Like, there's like four different ones or three totally. different ones. Totally. And it's all just marketing. It's all just marketing. It's all marketing. All in it. Can, can you get pet chickens? Like chickens that have like home, I don't like think, internal house? I don't think house, we have, I don't house think house we have bylaws house for that. Because <laughs> I know in California you can. Well, I know some people who Here we're not allowed to. I, you can chickens I, in your house. No, I know some people that have raised chickens in their house. I don't think so. They put a little diaper on them. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, they put, <laughs> they put a little diaper on them and the chicken just runs around and they just have it as a pet. I think you get in trouble for that. I don't think you can, maybe you can have it for a pet, but you can't kill it and eat it. Why not? Because you're in the city. There's, there's, there's I've certain, seen there's people, certain I've bylaws. There's certain that. bylaws around that. You can't have chickens in your house. Maybe your friend did it, but like if the if, if maybe the I don't know. There's a like few. There's a few people I know that have grazed chickens inside their homes, and I was just like, oh, okay. They don't. They don't. That's crazy. Because I know in California you can. You can, eh? Yeah. yeah, California they have people or people who have their own chickens to eat their eggs and stuff like that. But yeah, like yeah, like because ideally for that. you can't have no, you can't have a rooster. You can have chickens. You can't have a rooster. The Why rooster, rooster? Because the rooster will fuck up everything, and they they crow at six in the morning. <laughs> and the world will just go and end. The city yeah, life will go to like, end. they be like, what the hell if everyone's if like these roosters are going up? Could, could you yeah. really imagine that though? Like how everyone has a dog. Imagine every second person had like. Well, if you had a backyard and you had some chickens in there that you can get eggs from, right? You just let have them. You ever, in. Yeah, every neighbor would hate you. Have you ever been to Hawaii? They'd hate you. Yeah, Hawaii's got yeah. The, dude, I'd be pissed if you if you were my neighbor and you had a rooster, <laughs> not a rooster, and I, and, and not I a rooster, but chick- time, <laughs> and it's the rooster morning. doesn't lay, the rooster doesn't lay eggs, man. You'd have a couple. You have a bunch of hens. Yeah, but how around. you how you how are these getting like? There needs to be sex in some form, like, like. Well, you could get them from somewhere else and bring them over. <laughs> you could just carry the hens, not the rooster. I guess. Anyways, yeah. but like, well, the reason I'm saying in, in Kauai, like Hawaii, there's a massive. I don't know where these chickens came from. The last time I was there, there's like roosters everywhere, and at six in the morning, right on the dot, nine thousand of these things at the same time going. As soon as the sun, they, and it's just like as soon as the sun comes up. Yeah, it's it's crazy. You think like a siren's going off, and it is the end of the world. Holy cow! Yeah, like it's like it's super loud. It sounds like a fire truck. Like I'm not no word of lie. Yeah, it's like. You're like, whoa, I'm dying. What's going on? But then you're like, oh, it's just all the roosters popping off at the same time. And then you go back to bed. At 6 a.m. At 6 a.m., yeah, it's nuts. So that doesn't happen in the city. You can't have roosters. Can't and they smell, chickens smell bad. They, they're worse than pigs. Like, they're dirty. They're dirtier than pigs, I'd say, actually. Not even going to lie. No. They, they walk they over each up. other. Like, they die. Like, a chicken will die in those big houses. Yeah. These other chickens don't give two shits. They'll just walk over their dead body. <laughs> well, like, do they have no choice? No, that's what I'm saying. Those super, those super coops, yeah. Yeah, and that's just wild. They're just like, sorry, Harry, like, you're done. I'm just going to walk on your, your dead ass now. Uh, Jeez, Harry didn't lot. make it, eh? Hey? Well, well, let's bury him. Let's, yeah, <laughs> let's shit on him and bury him. Yeah. Uh, they smell bad. Dude, yeah, chickens are, chickens are a wild thing. That's wild, yeah. man. But yeah, yo, we're going dinner. We always go off topic. Like yeah. Wild dinner, dinner on Blanc. Yeah. Uh, so you saw that Edmonton has the ability to have, like, um, what's it called? You you said you said Edmonton has the ability to have people want to do different things and experience cultures. Totally. Or just bottom line, people are just hungry for just like events and activities and something that's different. Status quo, like. So many people, like, yes, we're Festival City. Yes, in the summertime, there's, like, a festival programmed every single weekend. But, I mean, if you're if you're born and raised, they're like not myself unique. in here, it's like, who cares? Like, yeah. I mean, you miss out on a festival this year, it's likely going to be the same thing next year, and it's been the same year in the past years. But, like, a lot of them are trying to rebrand and do things, and so that's why I think 
my events have been able to like kind of pick up. So we were always trying to like create experiences that were outside of the club worlds and also outside of the festivals that were just different and unique. That's so dope. So that was from like yes, the garden party, the loft party, the ice party that we did. Um, we've also done mansion party. We did like a Halloween party with like Halloween. Yeah, Halloween yeah. with Halloween. Yeah. yeah, so Vuclico has like that champagne brand has this brand they created called Yellowween, where bottom line is them just celebrating Halloween with champagnes, different styles. Because their thing's yellow, their branding's yellow. Yeah, and so that was like a really wicked event to do. And then also what we felt was like all the travels that we do, whenever we travel to any major city in Canada, Montreal, Vancouver, Toronto, you see all these wicked brand parties, and they'd always skip Edmonton. They'd be activated everywhere else, but skip Not Edmonton. Edmonton, yeah. And then we realized the reason why we're skipping Edmonton was there's never a platform or a group to execute these parties on a local scale. So we, for all this time, wanted to be like that brand. Um, Where you just have that list. 100%. So that they of those just, brands. When Red Bull comes, like, yo, who's going to do this? 100%. Bobby T and those boys. When this comes, well, they, they, they always throw like a huge party and stuff like that. So it's kind of almost similar to like giving some of those, those uh, parties to like Harmon B and, and like... 100%. And like, uh, what is it? What are they? Quake. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. They're not. To, I don't they're think. not together they're not, anymore. Yeah. They're not they're together doing anymore. Big Archie. But like we exactly. So we just wanted to work with brands around doing just really cool events and activities, and then also we want to curate our own signature events, um, whatever that may be. Yeah. So like going forward, like one of the some of the stuff that we're trying to do is we're trying to work with brands and hosting, you know, different parties where it's around like sure from the smaller little intimate stuff of like food tasting or wine tasting, or spirit tasting, or you name the alcohol, spirit, or cocktail tasting, or things like that, all the way down to those like big major celebrations of whatever it may be, like Moet Grande, which is like a champagne party with Moet, or some other events and activities. Are you still, is that, is that one of your main focuses still, or are you, going, are you moving away from that? No, that's one of my focuses. So like with Version Me Media, like one of the things we did is we've now taken the brand like Tastemakers Edmonton, and that's like our... You know, I guess you could say like that's like our marketing arm where what whenever we're trying to do events or engage the community or just do something cool that we just want to host ourselves, we kind of work through that as like our outlets. Yeah. And also what we had at one point, which also Version Me Media has absorbed, was we're doing a lot of like sponsorships and partnerships. So with these parties that we're hosting, they're always sponsored. They're sponsored through like whatever brand that we're working with, whether it's like Belvedere, Hennessy, Moet, Wolf Clico. Um, we'd also try to get like and work with other different brands like car brands like Lexus um, or whoever else is interested. And then we try to help them, bottom line, fund the experience that we're trying to create. But then also we wanted to like get complimentary brands to enhance that, that little experience, whatever it may be. Because like when we all go to a party or event, yes, when we get through the door, you meet some people and faces, but you have to like do stuff in there to engage people. So like one time in the old CQA building, which is across from Shaw, which is that now was Rebel the yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. like that's a cool little spot too. Yeah, on the top part there, they also had like at one point in time before that marketing company was up there, they had a rooftop. So we wanted to host like that's where that was. I was wondering. I seen pictures. I'm like, where's this rooftop? Yeah. So ah, so sick. we wanted to host a party. that was like a cigar party, but then also there was that ledge like you can't smoke indoors, even if it's on the roof. So, so you can smoke outside and anywhere, outdoors, on the roof, but then inside, we want to continue people who are smoking. So to paint that aesthetic, we then teamed up with this local, I forgot the name of this company, but it was like an e-cigarette company that also did e-cigars and everything. And so we had this, like it was a different experience, where we had the beginning of the night, everyone can go upstairs 
to the rooftop, smoke some cigars, some real ones, have some cognac. We yeah. teamed up with Remy Martin, and it was really cool. Yeah, it was, it was a really cool experience. And we teamed up a local cigar company um, that gave us a whole bunch of cigars. And then, sure, inside the party, you can have more Remy Martin in terms of drinks. And then you just had these like e-cigars to paint that same aesthetic and feel around the whole event. So we try to create what Both. we call memorable experiences around these parties to that aesthetic. And then we program the room for like cocktails, drinks, food, and then sure, what else other entertainments there is around it. Dude, you're that dude. <laughs> I think that's so cool. Like, like, like I love, like, that's cool because there's like, Edmonton's kind of whack when it comes to, sh- I'm not going to, I'm not hating on him, but it's yeah. like, yo, like there's other like cities that are blowing like a New York party. Like there's just bigger metropolises that are like, yo, this shit's dope. Like 100%. San Francisco and like there's crazy parties that happen here. 100%. But you're, you're the, you and your company are the one dudes or the one group of people that are bringing that yeah, shit. I don't know how many here. people are throwing parties. No one else is doing that shit. <laughs> yeah. No. And, and like that was, I mean, sick. that was like our whole, that was our whole goal and mandate. And then just our biggest obstacles. I mean, they're super expensive, right? <laughs> yeah. And there's, there's been a few other people who've done some cool stuff. Like, like one comes to mind. Um, there's this awesome golf individual named Jordan Jetski. Yeah, he yeah, has yeah. this thing called Golf Society. So he was able to rent um, the River Valley downtown. He had a, he had a Canada Day thing? Yeah, so every Canada Day he rents that place out. He sets up a whole bunch of like bottle service tables and like lounges. Has all these speakers out there in terms of like having like good music, good parties. And he just invites, and like everyone there, fucking, there's like there's golfers and there's a whole bunch of people who are just average people who are just doing whatever they're doing. And there's people who suck at golf, like myself. Yeah. <laughs> and then people are just going down there to the driving range, just going at it, having fun. So, like, events like that, that are more experience-based, are cool. And it's kind of modeled after, like, Top Golf. I'm not sure you guys have ever been to it, where, same principle, it's like a whole bunch of people. There's targets out there. You hit them. You don't hit them. doesn't matter. Everyone's drinking, having fun, listening to music, and just going around the place in a big party around golf. Yeah. And I think events like that are dope. And there's some people who are curating those, like, on a consistent basis, which are cool. And he also has some like really big plans of doing some other cool events. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been talking to him, trying to get him on the show, but the guy's busy as hell. Like, I went to school with him actually. You, you should went get to school since kindergarten to grade twelve. You should get him on the show. Yeah, I know. Like he is an awesome. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his work. I'm a fan of his events, and he's just a good guy too. Yeah, no, he's dope. He's a little. He's a freaking brick shit house. This guy. He's freaking diesel, man. He's always been like that. Yeah, this guy's an animal, man. Yeah, I remember he broke his shoulder one time. And he got stuck in like he was in a cast, but it was like from his elbow to his thing, oh, and he damn. couldn't move his head. He was like he was like stuck like this, <laughs> playing football. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's just wild that he. Uh, I've known him for a long time. It's just crazy that he's uh, done what he's done and he's yeah. putting on these sick events and progressing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then other than that, and the other thing that we've been trying to do around events is then dialing those experiences into like the online world. So we all know that. Yes, you know, in 2019 that we're like, we all experience everything behind a screen in some shape or form, whether that's you around. (laughs) There's tons of screens nowadays. No, totally. There's screens everywhere. (laughs) So whether that's around like being educated, whether that's around like, hey, like, yes, I would love to go check out that party. But like, to be honest, I'm just busy, no money, or I just, you know, didn't have time to. So we're trying to like now create like these events in the same fashion that when we're doing these branded parties, like how do we educate people or get them engaged so that when we are gonna do a major event, they're at least you know, intrigued or want to go check this out. And so we're gonna be doing these like little sessions that I'm gonna relaunch and repackage um, called Behind the Bar, where we showcase like bartenders, 
um, you know, mixing drinks and talking to people about why these drinks are here or why these cocktails are here or what's this spirit about or what this product's about around that culture. And then we're going to play that into like every niche there is, whether that's bartenders, Behind the DJs, whatever, behind the, de- behind the booth. Oh, <laughs> I got you on that 100%. One. There's the your kitchen. content right there. You got to make sure you cover those. Yeah, then. totally. The kitchen too of all the chefs. And the kitchen. And that's yeah. the name of your show. Behind the what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you behind, mean? behind the what's the name of the show? Yeah, behind the what? <laughs> behind the what? No, totally. Just throw in whatever that next Whatever the next is. subject yeah, is. That's and then I'll send you guys episode yeah. one, two, three, just keep doing that. Dude, you're pushing the shit. Dude, yeah. I'm I'm thoroughly impressed. That's so dope. so we're just so we haven't we haven't done that except for we've done about now twelve episodes of Behind the Bar. Um, but that's gonna be sort of the next chapter of like how do you then build sure these experiences into a digital part that I can di- like you know, I can digest and like engage. And then if there's an event happening, sure, come to the event. If you don't want to come to the event, okay, don't come to the event. Because one of my biggest disconnects that I hate is I hate, like I hate selling and promoting events. That is my biggest pet peeve of an event. Because like, I don't know, like in a world that everyone has so many options to go eat, drink, celebrate, you name it, festivals, like it's hard. So sometimes like pulling teeth to get people to come to events. And so now I'm trying to like reverse that so that you know, if you want to come, come. If you don't want to come, don't come. But this event's going to sell out, and it's going to rock, and it's going to build, yeah. and it's going to wicked, and it's going to have the right people in the room. But if you don't come, you don't come. And if you do come, wicked. I love that. Because selling events is a, a big bitch, and you feel like a used car salesman. 100%. And you're just looking at people's dollar signs. Come on, come on to the event, man. Yeah, well, they'll have you there. You're going to see a new yeah, I think you have, to change, you have to change the view of it, right? Instead yeah. of, like, saying, like, you know, uh, come, come check out my event, it'd be like, we're throwing a sick ass event, you know. If you guys want to come, make sure you make sure you sign up early because it's gonna sell out really fast. Totally, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's part of that. and that's part of the challenge too, because usually, like anyone who hosts events or, or promoters, it's just funny how like you know, you know, we all have those friends. They only come out of the woodworks is when they have an event on deck. They're like, yeah. hey, what's up? How's it going? Yeah, hey, I got this event coming up. And like, that's, free ticket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, Can you or, get me in the side door? Or they're just trying to like sell their ticket on you versus like talking to you about stuff. And so oh, yeah. this is why we're creating these other means to engage people. So that then, like I said, if you're interested, come. If you're not. Build the rapport first before just getting hit up. Yeah, there's those dudes that just, 100%. they only hit you up when they have an event or like they're an artist and they only hit you up when they have tickets to sell. 100%. Yeah, and it's just like, you uh, phonies. Get 100%. Away. Like, you don't care. My whole <laughs> DM's filled up with that. <laughs> hey, man, I'm doing this show, this show, 20 bucks at the hey, door. I was thinking about you. You should come. And I'd be like, yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard about you for months and now you're throwing a party and then you want me to pay money so, to go to it. Thanks. Totally. Thanks, totally. man. I appreciate it. And, yeah. then we also, and then we also here in Edmonton, because we're such a hyper-connected one degree separation, um, I mean, everyone knows everyone. Yeah. We all know the same people. And there is a yeah, sense... Yeah, you can't burn your bridge at all, well, man. You're in trouble. You can't. <laughs> but then there's also a sense, which is weird, um, that, hey, I should just, just give me a ticket. Just give me a ticket for free to come in. And then people sort of lose and don't understand, like, okay, well, I need to sell tickets in order to keep doing these events. And that was something that we struggled with a lot, doing these events. We had to learn the hard way where, you know, like, in a, in a, in a city that everyone's connected, everyone's one degree of separation, everyone's friends with everyone's friends with someone else, yeah. like, where do you draw that edge? Just and, that is, and that is also, too, like, an age thing. Double the price on the door. <laughs> Double, like full double, because it's kind of wild. Because people do things, like man. you know thirty dollars and thirty five at the door. I'm a, like a straight out double, thirty so, bucks if you buy pre pre buy, 
Totally. 60 at the door. Totally. And like, sell, and you sell it out and then people come to the door and they'd be like, yo, totally. I didn't buy my ticket. I'm just like, it's packed. I want to go inside. They'll pay it, man. I'm oh, just like, 100%. And they'll like, learn their lesson. They'll I, buy it up front next I time. I keep telling people like, I'm looking for the day that like once when I like truly 100% sell at events, like with a big smile, I'll be at the front of the door like, sold out. Yeah. Oh, how good would that feel? Sold out. Can't come in. Nope. Nope, yeah. nope. Just, just, to just like, hold the list and so, just be like, "Are you on the list?" <laughs> I'd be like, "No." Here, Sorry. here's my card. Next time you want to come to an event, get on the list. Yeah, get out of here. And, 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 and <laughs> I'd be like, "And like, yes, that would be the perfect world." But that is also hard too because, I mean, we all have those homies. You know, we all have those good friends. That, those homies that just like that, twist that, your arm, make you feel you, really bad. For you kind of like have to do it because like they're your childhood <laughs> homie. But then, like, you know, you don't have to, but then you have to, you know? Yeah. And we also have, like, the same respect and relationship with, like, there's a lot of people who, like, treat myself really good in the city where just, like, come in, no line, no nothing. I, I could never, you know, like, hold them out to something like that. So those are, like, the... Just put their name the on the list. Like, there's too, sometimes you have too many their, people like that. Where do you draw the, the line of who do you, who do you cut out or who at do you let in? At that point, that's good when you question. just don't stand at the front door. Yeah, that's all. That's what you just do. <laughs> you dip inside door. and then you leave the bouncer up there who doesn't know anybody. He doesn't uh, give a shit. A hundred percent. Is your name on the list? No, nope. and then your phone is off. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna do? Just turn that's your phone off. That's, you gotta turn your phone off. Yeah. Yeah. That is off. the next trick. Is like, yeah, phone's off. Do not answer any text. Yeah, because he, because he can. Yeah, otherwise, you get if you answer that phone, you what are you gonna? Oh, and then another person's gonna call, and another phone calls. Like, oh, but can I still get tickets at the door? Oh, can I do this and this? So, those are like the obstacles. The one only thing I would say, because I truly hate event planning. But event planning has <laughs> That's what you do. Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. But he loves the event. Yeah. It's like, it's I, like I a, do love the event. You but, love the adrenaline, the whole thing. But like event planning has made me such a better marketer. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's no better. I mean, events are the pinnacle of like marketing. Yeah. Like getting the, the people, getting, getting the people, the people actual there. 100%. Getting the, once they're there physically and you're engaging them or something, then yes, that's the dream. It's just the most expensive, time consuming thing to do. Yeah. Bobby T, tell us about Fire Festival. I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I, I haven't seen. Like, I have not. Oh, seen you that haven't doc. seen it. Uh, no. keeps saying, we talk, we, 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 we're Dude, talking about. It, we're it. talking about like it. we should throw a fire festival. <laughs> Dude, I think I can do it. Of what? Like just tricking everyone and taking all their money? No, no, no. no, like, no like, fuck, like actually do it. They, they no, no, no. We can't say this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because this is something I'll actually do. Yeah, we're gonna. We'll talk to you after. Watch fire festival and then come back to us and be like, Yo, I think we can do it. So I'm curious. Do you guys? Do you really? Do you think? Ideas. If people know, are you scared people to steal ideas? Not steal them. No, no. The ideas are ideas. Don't you don't come up with an idea. Totally. You just manifest it. Like it. Like it. Uh, they pop up in different spots at the same time. It's yeah. like, it's like Tesla's thing. It was like Tesla came up with a bunch of ideas that someone else came with at the exact same. Like they, yeah. they, they pop up in the ether at the but same time. But are you worried of people stealing them and running them? Well, like, it, just it doesn't run. matter. It's whoever runs with it. Yeah, because yeah, like I, I think no one runs with ideas. No, they don't. Like, and it's not even always the first to market that does the best. Totally. It's the second and third guy in market 100%. that does the best. That's what I'm saying they with just this walk... fire thing. We can still do so it. Because yeah. still... <laughs> the kids locked up for us. And then they're like, <laughs> Yo, this we is saw all the mistakes, man. We saw the mistakes. Actually, I really want to watch that documentary, but he had a lot of money behind him. Like, they messed like, up. That was smart to get all those. Like, no, was, they didn't even need a lot of money. They already they were doing the festival before. You need to watch this. They had the festival with all their promotions. Yeah, like which their was promotional those, videos was a through those, It's through those influencers. Yeah, because their biggest one that they spent why did they waste was, their time with everyone else? Well, and everyone's influences someone. But like, I remember I forgot how much. Did, what's the name? Get paid it was like a hundred and forty k. 
I think it was kind of are one of the one of the one ones. of them. Is that still on their Instagrams? Like if you scroll down, is there gonna no. be a big orange square on their no, thing? No, I think they deleted all that stuff once they run that little term or agreement. Yeah. But like I think it's all we'll just yeah, sure, if you could find if you could find those hyper crazy influencers involved. That's I think well, I got, I well think you got Mark you got Mark on, on yeah. speed dial. Let me just dial him Yeah, up give, real him a, give him a shout and be like, <laughs> Hey, can you just can you just put this out across a cross face? <laughs> Can you imagine if he did have like the master like the master? They, they have they to. Do, they yes. do. They oh, do. probably know, put it like across. Google, like how Google all of a sudden has like they changed the logo and all of a sudden it's on everyone's everyone's uh, web so, browser, right? A master but, status update. Can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine you had access to? Oh man, that'd be power. The marketing to, would to hit nuts. all billion people. In one everyone, everyone in the world. Like, <laughs> like that's some serious marketing power. Where all of a sudden. You can like say like uh, if like Whatever. if you got pissed off at Apple for some shit and you just said Mark Zuckerberg goes all right Tim <laughs> Tim Apple. <laughs> yeah, right. Those yeah, guys right. are so bad out. Here we go. Boom! Everybody, everybody knows now, right? Everybody oh, knows. Yeah. Dude, that's so sick. No. Yeah, I don't think I don't think people, I I say when I say like hey don't say this I say it kind of yeah. jokingly like I'm okay. I'm not coming in like a fear mindset because like. In all reality, I'm probably not going to throw a fire festival. Like that's not my main <laughs> objective in life. It's it's like half serious. Like yeah. okay, we can't give away every idea that we possibly have. No, hundred. But it's also like it's part partially joking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just no, kinda, no, totally. Yeah. So but like yeah, so like so like that. I mean, through all like events, like I said, events is just the arm of, in my opinion, marketing. And that's uh, version me. So version me media is just version like me my, media. Is the company that. Yeah. We work with other different groups doing like, you know, their marketing or managing their like social medias or building brands accordingly around this whole digital age that we're in. That's dope. And then you're yeah. taking on clients and doing uh, advertising for them and stuff. Exactly. Is there any place that um, we can find you at? So you can tell the camera here. This this guy died a little while ago, so oh. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just I just we just let it I die. mean on all all major platforms as know. version me media or as bobby t or both so yeah. there's like meet version me search that on anything you'll find us version meet version me meet virgin version version me version me meet m-e-e-t yeah version, version me. me okay on any platform on any platform us. yeah and then just bobby t just anything. bobby t just bobby just t. just bobby t j-u-s-t Bobby T. Yeah. yeah. Not Bobby T. Because people are going to look Bobby, Bobby T. T. Yeah. It's just even, Bobby T. You know what's so funny about this is I was just tagged you in our Instagram story. Yeah. And I tagged at Bobby T. And then it doesn't pop up. It's no. just Bobby T. Just Bobby T. <laughs> <laughs> you got to add that actor. You got to add the just. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so that's funny. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's your personal brand then. Yeah. That's okay. my personal brand. Uh, last so thing sick. before we finish it off. Books. You got any special books? Uh, um, Special books. What book are you reading? Um, audiobooks, um, cause I'm so into podcasting listening and I was just reading. Dude, I don't even want to cut this off, but I know we have to, but like, I could talk to you forever to be honest. Like you're freaking, <laughs> yeah, you're dope. Like you're Yo, killing it, man. Pre- appreciate that. Appreciate it. Trying, you know, trying to do different things. No, there is, there isn't, it's do or do not. There is no try, Bobby oh, T. Oh, that's, that's yeah. true. That's like true. Like you're doing it. Like, you know what, you know what try actually means? What? Not that committed. I get that. That makes sense. So right. no, hundred percent. Because either you're doing it or, or you're well, not. Well, someone, someone here's what. But you say I'll try. It's just like I'm not really that committed. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> so, someone pointed out to me like this: try and touch your nose. Either do or you don't. You just <laughs> you touch no, your nose. There is no like. Yeah. I don't know there's no halfway. Like, there's no halfway. Either I like, did it or I didn't do it. That's so true. Yeah. But anyways, good book that everyone. So like, I'm right now just in like sales mode. Yeah. And um, 
awesome book that's called How to Sell Your How to Sell Your Way Through Life. Wicked book. By old who? school. You know? Like old school sales. Old school sales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, by Brian Napoleon, Tracy? By Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. Yeah. Wow, wow. So Napoleon Hill is the one who wrote that Think famous and book, Think and Grow Rich. Yeah. He also had one that's strictly about selling. Um, awesome book. He, as a writer, is dope. like, I don't yeah. know what world he was in, but he, it's still, it's like even more relevant today than it was probably back then, which is insane. Yeah. Dude, he, he, he and, and we're yeah. in a different universe. Universe, yeah. <laughs> compared to back then, like totally different universe. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's crazy. super relevant. So like, as I'm like always trying to like, you know, maintain how to sell, how to build relationships, how to connect with people better. Um, I'm always reading, always diving the books. Yeah. Dude, that's so sick. What's mm-hmm. the name of the book again? How to sell your how to, how to sell, sell your way through life by Napoleon Hill. Yeah, that's how that's how you're doing it. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, I'd, uh, that's Bobby T. I guess yeah. I guess we got to close it up. We're we're approaching the two hour mark here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. I know it goes so fast. Isn't that wild? I didn't even think it was two hours. Oh, yeah. God, that's the, the stream died on me. I guess I was streaming too long. Yeah, you should have, you should use the Wi-Fi. I was on the Wi-Fi. Okay, okay, Wi-Fi. okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, perfect. It just it just it'll poop out after a certain while. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think we're on the level to have nine hour podcasts yeah no 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 <laughs> even 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 uh with it that was uh the alex Jones ones the guy's like yo man this is four hours we got to shut this down this is the longest one you've done as long as what you've done no, no, the longest was... one i did was six go oh, we can keep going <laughs> <laughs> but i'm definitely gonna have you guys out on the podcast yeah too. definitely yeah. man yeah, yeah we'll yeah, show for sure weird. how do the people find that podcast just bobby t and they'll figure out you got a podcast or it's like um, 360 or, bobby t or yeah 360 by just bobby t yeah okay 360 by just bobby t awesome Nice. Well, hey, Bobby right. T, thank you for thank coming you very on. Thank you very much, man. Yes. Well, <laughs> Dude, that's so sick. Dude, thank Appreciate you for coming everything. on board. Ladies and gentlemen, Bobby T, Steve Van Deest, peace out. Peace. See you guys. <laughs>